0: This is episode 37. I am the commissioner, Glenn Gordon, um, and I am here once again after uh, last week where I was all alone. And I spoke for a good hour and 10 minutes. Um, that was rough on my my throat. Um, but that's okay. This week, I am not alone. Of course, I have the most racially diverse gaming crew on the internet with me, including Mr. Gary Bakdasarov. How are you, Gary? I'm pretty good.
1: How are you today, Glenn?
0: I'm not too bad. I just, um, I'm, at my college, we do a sketch comedy show every, um, month or so, and I, I just, I just
1: did it, and I, I'm having fun, I'm, I'm happy. It's been a good day. Nice. How's gaming
0: How's... been treating
1: you? Uh, gaming's been treating me, actually, pretty well, lately. Mm. I, uh, just finished my, uh, review of, uh, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor, a great game, um. Currently playing another game uh, for review, which I can't really talk about right now. So, oh. stay tuned for that.
0: You'll have to talk to me about it after we're off the air because I'm curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> and also, of course, live from Korea, we have—well, uh, not really, because this is recorded. But anyway, he's here. Um, Dane
2: Smith. How are you, Dane? Oh, I'm doing excellent. And it's always live. I'm always live for the viewers.
0: Well, good because if you weren't, you'd be dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How has gaming been treating you up there?
2: Um, very good I'm still playing Persona 4 Arena 2 Ultimax You gave that gave a 10 that, I gave it a 10 Why'd you do that? Because it's awesome That's why I did it You don't usually do that I don't I actually tried to find something wrong with it mm-hmm. Just so I could give it a 9.5 Just anything I want something wrong with this game But I couldn't this is, a, so I, this is definitely
0: a Dane game, a
1: Dane type of game. I have a question for you, Dane.
2: Yeah, so I have an answer for you, Gary.
1: Why do they have to put the 4 into the title? Why can't it just be Persona Ultima Max Arena, whatever it's called? It's
2: Persona why Arena
1: it, Ultimax. Yeah, why is it Persona 4 if it has the characters from the other games?
2: Um, Because it continues the story from Persona 4. Okay. That would be so, the easiest answer.
1: So what about the the first arena game? Did it that conti- continue the they story? both continue the story. So it's technically a sequel to Persona 4.
2: Yes, it is a sequel that is not an RPG of Persona 4 and the Persona 3 people are just there. They're just so added then in. So technically
1: the game is a trilogy.
2: Yeah, you could say that. It is a trilogy, a weirdly named
1: trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting to know. So the the universe of Persona 3 is the same universe as Persona 4.
2: Oh, yeah. If you played Persona 4, Golden, or even just Persona 4 on the PS2, you would know that. So, because okay. there's, a, there's a part of the game where you go to the high school from Persona 3 on a field trip when you're in Persona 4. Nice. So, and the um, for those who remember their Persona 3, the uh, secretary of the student council, like the really shy girl who's the... Justice Arcana. She becomes the spoilers. Wait don't, five don't, seconds. Don't
1: give any spoilers. Don't give any. Spoilers.
2: No spoilers, but you'll know she's in the game. But okay. I won't say in what way. But so, they have
1: nothing to do with the original two Persona games.
2: Ah, uh, no comment on that. I don't know because <laughs> they've they've not actually really done anything. They've not confirmed or denied that I know of. If if a viewer can. Uh, Tweet us or tweet me if uh, somewhere where Atlas has confirmed uh, if Persona 1 and 2 are canon and Persona 3 and 4, that would be great. But, but like,
1: the characters are only from Persona 3 and 4.
2: In the arena? Yes. Y- yes, they are only from Persona... Well, yes, and then there's some original characters made specifically for arena. Okay. That are canon. So, um, and then if you've read the review, there's also allusions to Persona Five story in this game.
0: Okay. Well, so, if you like Persona, check out Dane's review on PSU.com. Um, along with all of our other reviews, we've, we've had some controversy this past week uh, in a serious way, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Um, before we get started, guys, just to let you know, I sound different once again as of last week. Uh, That is because I'm no longer using my PlayStation Gold headset to record this podcast. Um, I I tried using it. I was hoping the audio quality would be better than it was. Um, As you could hear in the podcast, it sounded muffled. I hope that's not how I sound to people I'm playing with on PlayStation. But on the podcast, it didn't sound very good, so um, I I stopped using it. I didn't Um, even know
2: you had a Golden headset.
0: uh, It's not a Golden headset. It's the PlayStation Gold, the wireless one.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, also, last week, I tried to promote The Guild. We used, do you want to date my avatar uh, from The Guild? Uh, last, I'm sorry, I'm distracted right now. If, if my speech is slowing down, there's this fly buzzing around my room. Um, and it's been bothering me because I've had my door open, but the thing just insists on flying around in circles and not leaving my room. So... Um, if I, if I become distracted, that's why. Anyway, uh, back to the Guild. If you haven't watched the Guild yet, it is a great show. It's funny. The characters are awesome. It stars Felicia Day and a, a bunch of other amazing, um, actors and actresses. Check it out. Um, stupid fly, get out of my way. Um, what, uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up because there was a problem with what I said last week. I said, if you want to go to the Guild, um, go to theguild.com. That is not their website. Uh, the website is watchtheguild.com. So if you have not found, uh, figured this out already, if you want to watch the Guild, go to watchtheguild.com. <laughs> and you absolutely should. Um, it's great. Have you guys seen the Guild before?
2: I have never heard of it. I thought you were talking about the Guild Wars on the PC.
0: No. Um, it's a it's a web series. It's a show called The Guild. You've got to go see it. Uh, although Felicia Day is in Guild Wars 2 as well. So uh-huh. I have seen
1: Guild. Actually. You have? What do you think? It's a fantastic show. I I was watching it on Netflix. It's um, so, it's
0: on season six right now. I think it's on. Yeah, you said it's on Netflix.
1: Yeah, they have the first five seasons on Netflix right now. Oh, okay. Well,
0: season six is on Watch the Watch
1: the Guild. Yeah, that com. show is absolutely hilarious. It's a great show. Um, so check it out.
0: Sorry for yeah. the for the um, miss speaking. I was talking by myself. Okay, give give me some slack. Just give me some slack.
2: So what is theguild.com? dot com?
0: I don't know. Um, it took me to something about flowers. Let me go okay. So something safe for work. Yes, it says, always blooming, everlasting beauty. So, that's definitely not the show of the guild. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's not it. Um, all right, let's check out our tweets. Uh, this week we got a bunch of tweets, mostly from the same person. Um... <laughs> but not completely uh, our first is from someone who hasn't tweeted us before eric schwarzer at ericon 76 thanks for your tweet sir uh, we got two from him he says to me loving drive club so far simple and straightforward racing just what i like amazing graphics um he then follows up later saying it really is too bad i enjoy the game but i really want to race against others can sony help uh, what do you guys make of this
1: Oh, I haven't played the game, so I can't say that it's great. Um, as far as playing with your friends, as of right now, 10 10, 10 p.m. my time, uh, they released a patch that you should now be able to play with your friends, supposedly. Okay, that's
0: that's good. Um, he, he, he sent this tweet a, a day ago, but we're um, Eric, we're gonna come back to that if you don't mind. Um, and even if you do, I I suppose there isn't a way you can tell us right now, Um, but we're going to come back to that because we're going to talk about drive club in just a bit. So I promise we'll bring up your, you and your tweet again. Then, um, we have one from Adam Duffield at Duffman, 1986. He says, Oh, I I, I appreciate this so much. He says, well done to go Glenn for doing the podcast on his own. Sounds like he's drunk a lot of water. Um, (laughs) yes, I did. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, And the rest, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six tweets are from Shifty25. Um, Tori D, this man has tweeted us a lot this week. Um, I'll get to some of his tweets in just a moment. Uh, Here's one thing he says. I believe he's talking about Drive Club. Let me check here. Yes. Um, I sent out a tweet from at the RDGH. And it said, and I quote, servers can't handle the load, uh, drive club servers can't handle the load. What should the drive club team have done and what can they still do to fix it? And um, he replied, it's something very simple. It's something PlayStation seems to always have an issue with. It's servers. They don't provide enough servers. They go with the minimum and then servers have issues with so many hits they can't handle. It's the same reason why PSN is having issues with the friends list and messaging. PlayStation needs to seriously improve the PSN infrastructure. Adding more servers will help a ton and fix a lot of its issues. Um, so he said that uh, across three different tweets. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, l- let me pose the same question to you. Drive Club servers, up until now, apparently with this new patch, uh, just couldn't handle the load. So what should the Drive Club team do to fix it?
1: Oh, well, they're doing what they can to fix it right now by adding more servers, um, patching the game. Um, but I, it's something they should have foreseen. You know, it happens, seems to happen a lot, uh, in, in the game industry where a game comes out and people can't get online to play with their friends and the studio apologizes saying they weren't expecting the amount of traffic they're going to get in the game. You know, and I'm
0: not, um, a big proponent of anonymous, the hacker group, uh, allegedly responsible for the infamous PlayStation hack in 2011. Um, I I don't like them at all. But one of their taglines is... uh, um, Shoot, what is it? Uh, We do not forgive and we do not forget and all this stupid stuff. But at the the end, it's like, you should have expected us. And I want to pose that to DriveClub right now. You should have expected this. I mean, they, they had a beta... They did have a beta. I know because Ben played it, um, and he was trying to be secretive about it, but he kept bringing it up. Um, so they they had a, they called it Cupcake so that no one would know that it was the Drive Club beta. And, I mean, the, that is something that they could have used. They wanted to go all secret with it, but that's something they could have used to test this stuff beforehand. You know, they, the, that's the whole purpose of an open beta like Drive Club had. And, and like... Um, uh, what was the other one it was battlefield hardline had uh, it, it, this is those are the things that tell you okay this is how your servers are going to react to this many people on it that's something that drive club probably should have done rather than keeping the secrecy because I mean we all pretty much found out it was drive club anyway you know I mean it, it was pointless they could have used that time they could have used that beta to make sure that the game was going to perform instead of um, what's been
2: happening right well, they should have had more people in the beta then. That sounds like the bigger Absolutely. problem is they didn't have enough people, so they probably had a certain amount and then the servers were green and they thought okay, this is good and then they got the real number and then bam, overload. And
1: mm-hmm. because they had a closed beta, you know, right. this is why they do stress tests before a game comes out. You do a big open beta as many people as you can to get into a server and see how it holds up. And right. they didn't do that. Well, we're going to come back
0: to Drive Club in just a moment. I want to get to the rest of our friend Shifty's tweets here. Um, he's been hearing me and, and the rest of you um, actually talking about resolution for a long time. And, <laughs> and actually, resolution something we're going to get to as well. So, uh, Shifty, you're ahead of us without even realizing it. Ahead but, of the time. Uh, ahead of the times. Um, Are you sure? He sent me some tweets that I have actually retweeted right now from at the RDGH. I've actually retweeted these tweets that he sent me um, and, and responded to one of them. He sent me pictures showing the difference between 720p resolution, 900p resolution, and 1080p. Um, well, first is just a difference of the screen sizes. It shows a rectangle that, that shows where exactly those resolutions cut off in a picture. Um, 720 being of course the smallest to 1080 being the full size of the picture Um, and 900 smack in the middle of it right where it should be Um, and then he sent me a a side by side picture and he says here's another example notice how it's clearer I've sent this picture to uh, both of these to Dane and Gary here Uh, but um, if you haven't seen it just check our twitter at the RDGH it's been retweeted you can see these images for yourself Um, the 1080 one um, there's one with a gun and, and a street sign. The 1081 is very very clear. Uh, the 901 is blurrier. The 721 is significantly blurrier, um, extremely noticeable. Guys, what do you make of these that he sent us?
2: Well, I would say the uh, they're pretty definitive. At least the gun one that I saw. Uh, I think it was the first one that you sent us. Or yeah, the one with the Magnum or mm-hmm. pistol or whatever that seemed really clear, uh, but it was like 1920 times 1080, and yes, that oh is yeah, of course that is 1080p full HD
0: resolution. Yes.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, because it was it showed the numbers and it's like there's the number 60 and it looks really clear and crisp and easy and bold, uh, but then when it went down the 900 to 720, it got like a lot blurrier, which is something I did not expect. That was I didn't know there was that big of a difference between 720p and 1080p uh for how like dull things were looking and how less sharp they were. So now if that's that's a very that's a close up close up. Now uh when he showed the the boxes you're talking about, like I could tell like very little difference. Like I never noticed a difference at all because everything was so far away. So you know, like I always say, graphics aren't that big of a deal to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but it was nice to see that there actually is a big difference between 720 and 1080. Uh, duh. Some people will say to me, it's like, of course there's a big difference, but I actually notice it now. Uh, whereas before I saw that, I would not have noticed a difference. You could have told me something was 1080 and I would have believed it, even if it was like 520 or some weird arbitrary number. Right
0: um
1: Gary anything to say Did we I'm pretty there? much on the same okay. no sorry I was on mute sorry okay. I, I pretty much on mute. With, yeah I pretty much agree with everything uh Dane said I mean if you look at the gun one that you showed us that's that's very easy to see but then what I'm noticing is it's very close up as well so obviously at close what well, the when the image is closer what you're looking at is gonna be a lot better. Like if you compare it to the second image with the with the island, that is, I'm assuming it's a like Far Cry Three. Um, from a distance, it's it's all gonna pretty much look the same, I think. Uh, whereas the, the close up image, you'll you'll really see the difference pretty quickly. Um, whereas the third one that you sent us uh, that has the multiple games on it, it's got Diablo Three, Battlefield Four. To me, the only differences I'm seeing in this one uh, from the 1080 to 900p is the lighting and the lighting just seems different on both on both of them. So Mm -hmm. Now
0: Here's my here's what I have to say about this B.S. Complete and total BS This is not the difference between 1080p and 720p. There is a lot more going on here and This image has been tampered with that's my station. That's my stance on this (laughs)
2: So I go on this huge diatribe, and I still don't even know what the difference is between the two?
0: The differences between the two are probably on that um, shot from GamePeer.com. I'm going to put that up on our Twitter as well. Um, I am going to say right now that that is more likely the difference between them. The difference is not as huge as this. This is a clearly tampered with image. I mean, just take a look at it. the The zooming it, it looks as if it might have been zoomed a little bit, but something's up with this image. It's distorted. And if you look at a seven hundred twenty p image on your on any screen, the image is never distorted. Go look at a YouTube video. Like go look at go look on YouTube and put your um, video. Uh, make sure it can go up to full HD, which is ten eighty p. But look at it at 720p and then look at it at 1080p. The difference does not look like that. As a matter of fact, I guarantee that you've probably never seen an image in 720p look like this. You have never played a game where an image in 720p HD looks this blurry and this distorted.
2: um, You're talking about the gun one, right? The gun one. You know what that reminded me of when I saw that? It reminded me of my tube TV... Mm-hmm. and the difference between when I was playing, say, Disgaea D2 on a tube TV and when I actually put it up on an HD TV when I was using the HDMI cable because mm-hmm. it's, it's just like night and day. I could barely read anything right. on that, on the tube, and then I put it on the HD, and it's like, wow, I can tell that's the difference between a 7 and a 4 now. And here's It's how, not all blurred together.
0: Here's another reason I know that this is complete BS. Every new TV out there, every flat screen HD TV out there can display a 1080p image with the same kind of quality as a 720p. Yeah, there might be some differences in lighting and, and there might be a few fewer particles on the screen. But they are never distorted like this. They are never flat out blurry like this. And part of that is because newer TVs have a mode. They have different modes. Like when you flip the channels, if you have... Digital cable, and some channels are in full HD, which is 1080p, and some are not. Uh, I know Vizio's do it for a fact, because I have a Vizio that does it. Um, it'll say 1080p, and if you switch to a 720p image, it'll say 720p. Your TV has different modes that can handle and display these things, so which is how I know, um, which is how I know that this is complete rubbish. I mean, it it just doesn't look it just doesn't look this bad. This image, Shifty. I hate to say this. I hope we're still friends. Um, that's not a true image at all, I, and I don't buy it for a second. I really don't. This this blurring doesn't happen. The only reason this blurring would happen is if you take a 720p image and expand it to 1080p. I mean, if, if you were to turn it around and say um, you started from a 720p and then went up to a 1080p, then, yeah, i believe it, because the 720p would be the one on the left. It would be the clear one. And then as you expand it to 1080p, it would blur like you're seeing right there. But if you're taking the exact same image, displaying it in one resolution, and then displaying it on, in another, it, does, it doesn't look like that. I just don't buy it for a second. You'd, you'd have to show me something else to get me to buy this. I apologize. Um, if you go to GamePure.com, uh, like I said, I'm going to post this on there. It shows some other... Uh, comparisons between 1080p and 900p. As Gary and Dane said, they're just lighting. The lighting is a little brighter somehow. But there isn't any noticeable blurring of the images. Even if you expand it, it's not horrible. It's not really that noticeable. It's not nearly as noticeable as this thing would make it seem. Like even I mean, Even the little ridges in the table, I'm looking at it right now. There's an image with someone's hands on a table with a checkered pattern on it and there's a bit of jaggedness in the pattern on the table and that jaggedness is present in all three resolutions there's no difference between them so it, it's it, there's really just not that big a difference it's not that noticeable like these there's even um, one from battlefield four um, if you scroll down on the game article, um, it shows not only 1080 and 900 but 720 as well and I'm looking at both images right now. I have them open in two different browsers. One image is slightly <laughs> smaller than the other, but they're identical in quality.
2: Uh, Glenn, sorry to interrupt, but why... What's the point? The p- I, I missed the, the original point. The I'm point. sorry. Could you read it for me?
0: Of, read it.
2: Of, read it? A little more than 180 pixels. I thought the same at one time, but was corrected. That's That's what we're going on about.
0: You're t- You're saying to read Shifty's tweet again.
2: No, I just mean I. I, I mean I. We're uh, we're talking about the resolutions, but why are we talking about resolutions? I missed that part of the message. Because why? Are- well, for one, it was brought up in a tweet. Oh, okay, it was brought up for in a tweet. two.
0: My point here is there's really not that big a difference at all between 720 um, and 980 and, and 900 and 91080. The difference is just not that big. And quite frankly, I still – I mean, even with this that Shifty showed me, I still don't understand that – why everyone's arguing about such a – really, it is a minuscule difference.
2: Oh, okay. I got you now. I was just like, I thought I missed something Stay with the program, Dane. I'm trying to stay with the program, but, you know, you know me. I'm on a different channel every time. Um, This is just on a different channel. Shifty wants to – Actually there probably is one big difference we're Where? missing. Cost. Cost, yeah. Cost. That would probably be the big difference between 900 and 1080. Yeah. How much how much more did they have to spend Absolutely.
0: on it? Absolutely. And, and the good thing about technology is that it, it gets cheaper over time. Uh, things that like, do you remember how uh, much Blu-ray players cost when they first came out?
2: It's a reason why to buy a PS3. Was, it was probably cheaper. That was cheaper. the biggest
0: selling point for the original PS3 that came out. It's a Blu-ray player. And, it, it you know, yep. it costs about the same as a Blu-ray player. And you get a gaming <laughs> system with it. You know, that was a pretty good selling point. Um, yep. So, Shifty, I don't mean to... to, to I, I hope you don't think I'm mad at you. I'm not. I know, I know this whole resolution thing is something I can get passionate about because it, it just frustrates me. That people freak out about this. There's no difference. Um, it's literally just a different sized image. That's it. Uh, that's that's what resolution is. It's literally resolution means the size of the image. That's it. Um,
2: <laughs> so that's that's why I hardly care about graphics when I review a mm-hmm. game because it's just uh, d- the graphics d- depend entirely on the TV you have. Not so even that. It, it depends on
0: how it was rendered. It depends on what they put. Well, into that too.
2: It. But I mean you could have a game that's like made like 1080p the crispest quality ever they spent millions into it but if you're playing it on a crappy TV like a tube TV then it doesn't really matter that much cuz you're not getting the full effect is is what I mean so that's why I just I don't care much about graphics it looks good ish I can read it great let's play mm-hmm. I don't care if this one pixel is a little more cleaner than the other.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Shifty, please, I hope I'm not, dis- I feel bad now. I feel like I'm discouraging him from tweeting us any further. What am I, I going to do now?
2: <laughs> I'm- the one person who tweets us other than Duffman or Snova, and you've just scared no, him off. No, I didn't scare him good, off. Good, good job, Sh- good job. Shifty,
0: come back. No, I'm sorry. Um, Anyway, Shifty, (laughs) thanks for tweeting. I I, like. I mean, I wish more people would tweet because I like this discussion. I really do. If he's, I mean, he has one stance and I have a different one, but that's kind of how discussions work sometimes, you know. And and I, I like that. So continue to tweet. I mean, seriously, it's it's great. Um, And I'll try it. It's just that this resolution thing is something that irks me so much. So it's easy for me to get carried away and kind of get passionate about it and be like, no, this is not what you're seeing.
2: We found your trigger. No. We found Glenn's trigger. My trigger is just
0: a big confrontation in general. like it, Gamers tick me off. Like, I am a gamer, but gamers tick me off. Just because there's so, so much I- vitriol around this. There's just so much argument over such minuscule, insignificant things and, and people just treat each other so nasty over nothing and it just drives me nuts.
2: So I got a question then for you, yeah. Glenn. Um, so riddle me this. Uh, do you care if Ubisoft makes every game nine, 900? No. They keep it parity with, uh, with the Xbox?
0: From a graphical standpoint, no. I mean, I don't care okay. if the game personally... I don't care if the game is only 900p. What does concern me with that is the fact that they're not willing to use the full potential of the console. And that makes mm-hmm. me wonder, what, what does that imply for the future when the PlayStation 4, and the Xbox One for that matter, advance further? You know, because their capabilities are going to expand as the generation wears on. They're designed that way. So my worry is that one console, be it the Xbox or the PlayStation, happens to expand just a little further. and and maybe the difference might actually be noticeable, you know, what's going to happen? Are they going to be willing to use the full potential of the console or not? Uh, If the difference is really significant, if it is noticeable and it is important, are they going to be willing to use the full power of the console or are they going to hold it back? I don't like the
2: idea of them holding something back in the interest of keeping it the same. I don't think they're going to hold the console back. I think they just hold themselves back.
0: They're holding themselves back. They're just, yeah, that, that's, not, that's not fair. You know? I mean, people buy a PS4. Um, I mean, the, so far, a lot of people have bought into this thing where, you know, the, the PlayStation's the more powerful console. And so for some people, that's why they bought it. And so you're denying them that power. You're denying them the benefits of what they bought the console for, you know? And. Even if the Xbox were in this situation, I, I don't want you to think I'm being a fanboy. First of all, because I hate fanboys. I, I hate fanboys. Um, and second of all, because I mean, I'm mean, i about to get an Xbox when I pre-ordered the White Sunset Overdrive bundle, and it's coming October 28th, and I'm excited about it. But, you know, I mean, whichever system's there, I, I just don't like the idea that they're going to hold something back like that. Because I paid for a full gaming experience. I paid for... Uh, a console that's going to do its best for me. And if it's not doing that just because Ubisoft doesn't want people to fight about that, I'm not getting my money's worth, and that's not acceptable.
2: Um, I would just not buy the game.
0: I'm not going to buy the game anyway, just because I'm tired of Assassin's Creed.
2: But if yes. it was... But I mean, if if they're going to, like... I can understand... I look at it two ways. I can understand it from, say, a cost perspective. If this was the actual reason, who knows what the reason is. But if their actual reason was... There's just too minimal a gain to spend the money to put it to 1080p for the PS4 um to offset – or the, the sales would offset the cost. So that's why they left it uh, even. I can understand that. Something like that I would um, understand.
0: I, I I still think yep. it sucks. But something like that I could actually understand.
2: But at the same time, if, if I'm re- like you and I say this is the system, you can – it out at 1080p, and you're choosing not to. Well, then I choose to uh, vote with my money, and my money's not going to go towards this game, which you're gimping on purpose. So I'll go spend it on Uncharted, which is going to be in 1080p and looks pretty good. The, so I want to
0: point out about Uncharted it does not look good just because it's in 1080p, it looks good. Because well, Naughty Dog took the time to study the way the face moves when someone grimaces. Yeah. When they're laying in the sand and they're coming, they're becoming conscious and they grimace and they notice how the skin rolls over the skeleton and they recreated that in the game. That has absolutely nothing to do with resolution. Resolution means nothing in that situation. Um, I mean, seriously.
2: Uh, I think it does a little how bit. How so? I pl- I played, I played *La Noir, and that whole game is about facial movements. And I noticed a huge difference when I played that game on a tube TV compared to when I played it again later on an HD TV.
0: Well, let's see. Signific- let me rephrase then.
2: Significant
0: differences are not. There were significant, significant. differences. Because a tube-
2: I could tell a lot differently. Right. A
0: tube TV, for one, is um, not designed the way an HD TV is. For one, the resolution of a tube TV is 480. Okay? Um, the, the vertical resolution is 480. I don't remember the horizontal. And, of course, it's not progressive, it's not P, it's I, it's interlaced. So the gra- the graphics on a tube TV, by default, are going to be worse. That has less to do with resolution than you think, but in that situation, because the jump is so far from 480 to even 720, um, I mean, yeah, you will notice that. You, your eyes will pick that up. Um, even, even just the resolution alone, your eyes are going to pick that up. But um, as far as... Um, resolution goes between 720 and 900, or 900 and um, uh, 1080, that's 180 pixels per inch. Your, There's I, not your eyes are difference. not going to pick that up. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: No, I agree with that. I mean, I agree with, with, in, in that mm-hmm. case. But again, I should preface this with, for a PS4, it kind of doesn't matter now because you have to play them on an HDMI TV. So that tube to hdmi program no longer exists problem no longer exists but i think before with the ps3 and stuff where you can play things on a tube tv uh those resolutions matter a little bit so they matter some. so
0: let me say something right real quick we haven't even gotten to the topics that we have planned for today this is all from shippy's tweets so guys tweet us. We love. We would love to have discussions with you like this. We would love to talk about um, what you want to bring up. Just tweet us at rdgh. We will re- read your tweets on the air if I can get my words together. Um, <laughs> I'm stuttering here.
2: Drink more Monster. Drink more- no, I don't too drink tired. Monster. Energy drinks are bad for you, man. Well, well, fine. <laughs> It'll be bad for
0: me. I hate 5-hour energy for that because they're marketing. They do all this marketing like, yeah, we're a good company. You know, They'll do all these ads. They'll say that they're a doctor or something, which is not true. Um, doctors have not said that 5-hour energy is good for you in any in oh, well, any way. Um,
2: that thing's too expensive. 5-hour energy, it's like 3 bucks for like... 100 milliliters or something ridiculous. Don't, don't get 5 hour.
0: I know they're doing that whole so. thing with Susan G. Coleman. and You get you buy a pink one and they give their proceeds to Susan G. Coleman. Uh, who ticks me off, by the way. I, I know that they're not doing all that they should. Um, but don't buy 5 fiber Just donate money to Susan G. Coleman. But, uh,
2: buy Monster instead.
0: Don't
1: buy get sleep. A Red Bull, man. What are you talking about? So, Red Bull. Screw Red okay. Bull. It's all about the Monster. Okay. Um, Monster is poop. <laughs>
2: uh, is this gonna be an energy drink war, Gary? It might. <laughs>
1: um, hey, hey, Monster didn't have a guy jump from orbit, okay? Red Bull did. There you well, go.
0: let's save that for later. Maybe we'll do a blooper reel or something. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was a tweet us at RDGH, which is your energy drink of choice.
0: Fine, tweet us at RDGH, which is uh, the RDGH, which is your energy drink of choice. Um, We'll read it aloud and see what everybody thinks. Uh, There was a bit of miscommunication over the past week with Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, It originally got out somehow that the game would be doing this whole resolution parody thing, launching at 900p on both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Of course, gamers flipped the heck out. Um, (laughs) As a matter of fact, PlayStation Universe, we're from PlayStation Universe, by the way, um, PSU asked all of its Twitter followers, how do you feel about Dragon Age going to 900p on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One? Um, and some of the tweets we got were definitely <laughs> within what we expected. Um, this one comes from at POS, P0S0R, Major Cynic. Uh, says, shameful, absolutely shameful. Give the gamers one good reason why that's acceptable. That's right, they cannot. Um, Robbie at Bigfoot6668 um, says, 900p, really? If not 1080p, no thank you. Um, bill, I am. <laughs> Copy, like, copyright I am? infringement. Um, at code S-E-7-E-N, which I suppose is supposed to mean seven. He says, what? Is this real? Is this real life? Is this real life? That's what he asks. Is this real life? Um, Meloncake at Thunder underscore Heart says, Ridiculous, why is one group denied the full experience of a game just because the other side is subpar? Yes, I'm mad. Um, are they justified? Yeah, like I said, if they're not getting the full value of the game, then yeah, they have reason to be unhappy. But, again, to me, this doesn't really deserve this much craziness from gamers. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition launches November 18th on PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. Um, Since then, Dragon Age um, themselves, the developers of Dragon Age, have confirmed via Twitter, this is a quote, confirmed hashtag DAI resolution is 1080p on PS4 and 900p on Xbox One. We maximize the current potential of each platform. Um, Oh, the developers' Bioware, by the way. (laughs) So... No, nothing to worry about for PlayStation Four gamers. You're gonna get a full HD game, 1080p, 900p on Xbox One. Don't worry, Xbox One. You're really not gonna miss any miss anything. It's just 180 pixels per square inch. Uh, guys, what do you think?
1: Um, Gary, take it away. <laughs> um. Well, I can tell you where the news story broke from. Hmm. Um, they were doing a live stream on Twitch. They were showing off. For the first time, they're showing off the PS4 version of the game, um, and somewhere during the the stream, somebody asked a question, uh, and the way they answered it um, is where that information came from. Uh, what did they say? Whether uh, I I couldn't like the the video was like over an hour long, oh. so I didn't watch the whole thing to see where where exactly they said it, but. Um, from what I'm assuming, it was either heard wrong, or while playing the game, they just threw something out there because they weren't really paying attention that well. Um, See... But that's where the news came from.
0: (laughs) That or the speaker misspoke. Uh, Either that or or they're lying, they're seeing the backlash, and they're like, "Oh, change it up. You know, I mean, that's one possibility. But the thing about it is it's hard if if you're... It depends on what the question was, because if you're asked um, you know, what What's the resolution going to be? I mean, if, if if the question's that direct, it's not easy to misunderstand and it's not easy to misspeak that. Um, you know, it's yeah. it, there's one answer. There's not a lot to get confused over. You know, what's this going to run out at in all the consoles? So um, I, I don't know. I I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, to say they're telling the truth, but um, quite frankly, that's that's a little weird for me.
1: Yeah, but saying going with that, um. I actually uh, I appreciate them going out and uh, addressing the issue pretty much immediately after that that broke out um, They didn't wait they didn't throw out some random excuse um, they straight up said, okay uh, this is what it is and this is what the other one is mm-hmm. you know they didn't try to uh, go some cookie cutter way about it or you know so, um, to to me, I, I, I give them all the props in the world for addressing it immediately. What they didn't address was the frames per second, uh, but I'm assuming that's going to be thirty frames. That's a whole different issue, mm. but that that's pretty much all there is, uh, in my opinion, to that. I, I just I'm I'm happy that they still went right to addressing that issue because the rage the rage from people became so high and so fast that. You didn't want to carry that that going for a long time, so Gamers, man. <laughs>
0: like I, I hate to say this because I am a gamer, but gamers make me hate calling myself a gamer sometimes. <laughs> like, I mean this is all these people could just be playing the games that they like. But instead, they want to just argue about every teeny, tiny little thing. And I just hate it.
2: Hey, man, have you ever watched an ESPN comment, se- comment section? No, I don't
0: watch sports.
2: Oh, that's even worse. I mean, these guys aren't even able to play the game. No, don't even it's get me like started ta- on
0: football fans. I, I Don't even get me started on sports fans. <laughs> I cannot stand sports fans. Because if the team fire. loses, they destroy the place. If the team wins, they still destroy the place. What the heck? <laughs>
2: And and Gary, I thought I was the one who's supposed to bring the fire. Looks like. I know, right? Looks like Glenn's (laughs) taking my fire.
0: I don't get it. Like, it's just a sport. The team lost, okay? It happens. Why do you have to flip out? It's sad, sure. But why do you have to flip out? It's called validation of your life. Why do you have to flip out? Why do you have to flip out if your team wins? That's a good thing. Like, what the heck? Go celebrate, order a pizza, chill with some friends, play some video games, listen to some RDGH. Why do you have to go and destroy the place? I don't get it. Humans are weird, man.
1: Yeah. It's so, competition is what it is, it's man.
0: ridiculous.
1: Like, we seem to thrive on competition for whatever so reason. The
0: industry thrives on competition. And we've seen the worst of yeah. it, and now I think we're seeing some of the best of it. But, like, the whole thing with Nintendo and Sega and all that back in the day,
1: you know, I think that was kind of the worst of the competition because it... That was the best of the competition. That was the best. That that was them taking serious shots at each other, man. I mean,
0: that's entertaining, perhaps, but look what it's caused.
1: Look at this. Well, yeah, it's caused Sony and Microsoft to be super nice about it in front of everybody, but deep down... Amongst themselves, they're just talking smack on the other competition.
2: Hey, man, this is how you share a game on PS4. Let's not forget
1: that. <laughs> yeah. but, that but was sh- just I'm sh- genius. I'm
0: sure you will agree that, though, for the most part, it's been pretty mellow.
2: Um. Yes, Mellow Yellow asks, how do you stay smooth? And they've been staying pretty smooth
1: the past year. <laughs> I don't even know it's fine congratulating each other on every release that comes out. There is
0: one thing come to it, on. though. When, ev- when they're both just at each other's throats like that, it's ridiculous. I mean, but when you have something like the little shots every now and then, you know, this is how you share a game on PlayStation, you know. I mean, that kind of stuff, people can appreciate that because it's not just all the time. It's not just
2: constant, you know. I want Crash to come back and invade the Xbox headquarters. Invade Microsoft. <laughs> it
1: was so awesome. Wait, did that happen before?
2: He did it to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, on the PS1. <laughs> One
1: of their commercials. It
2: was fantastic. I mean, <laughs> that, was, that was the best time to be a gamer. It's just, <laughs> let's get this guy in a Crash Man the Coot suit, go up to uh, Nintendo of America's headquarters and call out the uh, the plumber on a oh, megaphone. The baseball,
0: so <laughs> there's, there's just a difference between, you know, uh, jabs in good fun and serious crap talk like there was before, and I I, I, I would take Uh-oh. this over that any day. Like this is
1: ridiculous. Um, Those commercials were fantastic, man. <laughs> when he just- rolls up in the tank, <laughs> yeah.
0: was that a, was I didn't see that, but was that a a, a note from WWE's book?
1: I was going to say that. that yeah, <laughs> it was when uh, Degeneration X invaded WCW. <laughs>
2: It's like, oh, we we actually do have an appointment with the police. <laughs> oh man! So, anyway, dude, that was so good. Those days were so awesome. Yeah. But uh, you know, I forget if we did this on a previous episode. But did you see the one that happened in um, it was Sweden or Denmark or one of the yeah, Nordic countries. Yeah, we did countries. talk about that. There was a there was yeah. a little
0: video. Um, some guys made a PlayStation sign and stuck it on Microsoft's. It's like welcome, to, <laughs> welcome
2: to Denmark yeah. or whichever country. It was so Denmark, that was yeah, smooth. That was that was that, that was good. I enjoyed that. But the that.
0: thing is, I mean, Xbox but, has done something similar. Like they hung a big banner near PlayStation's headquarters somewhere and says Xbox 360 loves you.
2: That's just fun, yeah. man. Just poke the beast. Yeah. Have some fun. Some fun in games. I have no problem
0: with a, a jab and good fun. You know, I mean, right. it's it's entertaining for the gamers. It's harmless. But then the stuff from the old days was just too much. That was
2: really I don't insane. know, man. Genesis does what Nintendo don't is just golden. Yeah, but look at Genesis now. <laughs> hey, Ge- Genesis died. Yeah, Genesis... Ge- it's okay. true, though. Genesis does what Nintendo... Nintendo doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Genesis dies. <laughs> hey, at least they told the truth, right? yeah they told the truth that's why during e3 a couple years ago i wrote that sony article or that sony does what microsoft don't Mm. right (laughs) same idea idea. it's just so good but um yeah what else does genesis do that nintendo doesn't that should be it that should be our topic of the day Uh, makes good (laughs) sonic games Makes good Sonic games. Yeah, that is kind of true. Sonic. What?
1: No, they don't. They haven't made a good Sonic game since Sonic Adventure on the the Dreamcast. Never mind. Um,
2: That's because the the Sonic is on the Nintendo systems now, man. It's no Uh, longer exclusive. He's been, you know, beeped out of everything. Well, really, um,
0: the contract for Sonic runs out shortly, um. So um, new Sonic games are coming, is what I've heard. Uh, Don't don't write that down. But, um, what I have heard, yeah, don't don't sue us, Sega, please don't what sue. What I us. have heard is that the contract with Nintendo runs out soon, and new Sonic games for all the other, for the other consoles are coming. Okay? I'll leave it at that. Um, PlayStation is, has also been in, in some hot water. Um, Drive Club is part of that, but there's also been a lot of downtime with the PlayStation server in recent months. And, um, goodness, just the, the difference is Xbox is known for being online. Um, the whole Xbox system seems to be based around multiplayer shooters. Like, that was the big thing last generation. Shooters, shooters, um, what else? Shooters. More shooters. Um, and I think... Is there enough shooters? shooters. You, you said shooters, right? No, I don't think I did. So let's do it one more time. Man. Everyone, one, two, three... <laughs>
2: Shooters. Shooters. Shooter McGavin, man. Shooter McGavin would be proud. So Xbox
0: and Microsoft have have just invested heavily into their network, into into its network. And so Xbox's network is actually really, 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 really really good. It's reliable. Um, Sony has been definitely doing more with its network. It's a lot better. But I've noticed some downtime lately that has been a little concerning. Um, That said, um, recently... Shuhei Yoshida and others at Sony have been talking about investing more in PlayStation's network. Um, Clearly, they have noticed some stuff, too, that they want to fix. And I want to know what you guys think about um, the networks, uh, where they stand, and how they can get better.
2: You know what I think it is? I think that Sony is Happy Gilmore, and Microsoft is Shooter McGavin. That's what I think it is. Uh, Tell me you guys have seen Happy Gilmore. I have seen Happy Gilmore.
0: I love the song. Oh, that's with Bob good.
2: Barker. Yes, but I mean, it's kind of like I'm using that analogy because to go with their online network, Sony. I oh, sorry, not Sony. It's Microsoft's online network was always really good, just like Shooter McGavin, good and steady and consistently winning. And then Sony comes up with theirs, and it's like Happy Gilmore. He's just doing the long ball, but he can't putt worth crap. <laughs> so you just do this awesome 400 foot drive and you hope it hits and if it hits it's golden but if it misses you're screwed because you got no putting game but now with the ps4 in theory we're hoping it's going to get better and he's gonna and sony's gonna learn its putting game is gonna finally be on par with the uh with xbox live and apparently it's not looking like it at the moment he's still wild he's still wild style and uh which sucks (laughs) because i think once PlayStation can get uh, the PSN to be working as good as Xbox Live. I think it's gonna be good. He's gonna win his golden jacket. <laughs>
0: Analogy of the week right there. Um oh my God. I bring this up because in part It's just killed Gary. <laughs> well he can laugh. That's okay. Are you okay there, Gary? Yeah. That was just great. Um, yesterday I believe European PlayStation users reported downtime. Uh, No maintenance was scheduled. There's scheduled maintenance coming shortly uh, ahead of the PlayStation's, uh, the PS4's 2.0 software release, uh, firmware release, I should say. Um, But this was not scheduled downtime. It was just plain downtime in in the EU. Um, It was down for two hours. Over time, it came back, and the EU got its uh, PSN service back. Uh, there were also a variety of errors, including um, no PlayStation Plus. For those who were pay- PlayStation Plus members who paid for PlayStation Plus, it was saying you don't have PlayStation Plus, um, which is something, uh, something special considering the entire network was done in the first place. Um, but that all has since come back. It's all fixed um, some again have attributed the downtime to preparation for PS4's 2.0 firmware update. I'm getting this from PSU.com. Um, the 2.0 firmware update is said to be "quote just around the corner." Um, guys, what do you make of all of this? What I, I, I'm going to turn to Gary since he hasn't spoken yet. Um, the downtime and the and the 2.0 and the errors. What do you think's going on with PlayStation? How can it get better?
1: I well, how can it get better? Is you said that in the beginning of the podcast, is more servers. Mm. (laughs) Um, That will help a lot of people. Uh, Listen to your fan base and start giving them the features they've been asking for since the PS3 with your servers. But other than that, uh, when it comes to the networks going down, uh, I think this is 100% uh, the fact that the... Firmware update is coming out very soon. I'm I'm actually going to say it's going to come out probably on Tuesday, if not Monday. Um, I, I it's funny because I actually went back. Uh, this was like about a month ago, and every time I notice, every time that there's some random outage on PSN, there is a new firmware update that comes out that same week. So whenever it randomly goes down like this, I'm pretty confident at this point that it's because they're testing it on their end and it's messing up with systems everywhere else so i wouldn't be surprised if you'll see the update come out within the next four days four to five days but the
0: fact that that happens is a problem it shouldn't i mean them testing testing their stuff should not cause a whole region to go down
1: I absolutely agree with you. But from what I've noticed and from what I've pretty much studied is that happens all the time when they're testing the next firmware update. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's, like you said, they need more servers or, I don't know. I don't know how Microsoft tests their firmware updates without shutting down Xbox Live in random regions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But how Nintendo doesn't even shut down their stuff their servers when they're testing their firmware updates. So I don't know what what, the, what Sony's doing over there, but they either need to hire somebody better than who they have now running this thing or find a way to fix it and quick, because it, it, it does start pissing people off. When you're when you're trying to play your games online, especially on the PS4, and you have to have PS Plus, and you can't do it for whatever number of time, and you're getting no information from Sony as to why it's down, that's a huge problem. Right. And they fell into that hot water when they got hacked and they were down for a month and it took them a week after they got hacked to let everybody know what actually happened. That's ridiculous.
2: Happy needs to go to his happy place. That's what he needs to do.
0: <laughs> um, let's move forward just a bit here. Uh, to what, though, is the question. Let's, let's go to Xbox for a little bit. <clears throat>
2: So we're talking about Shooter McGavin no, again? We're doing something else.
0: Uh, Plex users, uh, have either of you guys heard of Plex? Never. That's a shame. Plex is amazing. Uh, Plex is a service that basically lets you take your media, uh, that's your movies, your music, your photos, all that stuff, and, and put them kind of through the internet. So that means you it's basically like a, a DLNA server, but you can use it over the internet. So I can put, turn on my computer with my external hard drive and all my movies connected take my, um, iPhone or my iPad to work with me or something and sit there and watch stuff from my computer at home at work with my Plex app. Um, and it's really cool. I mean, if you have friends, you can watch your friends stuff too. Um, if you have friends, if you have friends, uh, you can watch your friends stuff on Plex too. Um, you just have to add them. It's a really great service. And, um, Xbox users are going to be happy because Xbox One and Xbox 360 now have a dedicated Plex app. Uh, This just came out on, I believe, the 5th. Um, Was it the 5th? It it was recent. Yeah. No. No. I don't know when it came out. It came out within the last week or so. Um, But now you can go to your your Microsoft store and and download the Plex app. It's native. It has a new UI just for the the Xbox consoles. It looks fantastic. PlayStation 4 does not have it yet, but people have been requesting that left, right, and center. So I'm absolutely sure that Plex is going to be getting on that pretty soon. Um, I'm sad that you guys haven't heard of Plex before. Gary, you didn't answer. Have you heard of Plex before?
1: I haven't heard of it, no.
0: Well, go to Plex. Go to Plex. Uh, Plex I, I'm, I'm Googling it right Plex. now. Plex.tv.
2: Plex. Ruined your idea, didn't it, Glenn?
0: Um, my idea? No. Plex.tv uh, Plex. is the website. Um, so go check Plex out. It's really great stuff. Um, you can add like YouTube videos to your Plex and just watch them on your Plex later. I mean, it's fantastic. Uh,
2: what was my idea, Glenn, nice.
0: that you're talking about?
2: You're just talking about Plex, but we don't know about Plex, so we can't really talk about Plex. Well, I can talk about Plex. Okay, um, <laughs> you go ahead and talk about did. Plex.
1: So, take that. Wow, it's on everything. It's on everything. Except stuff. And Nintendo. Yeah. Except what, Nintendo? At, that's, it's even on the Linux. Linux.
2: Yeah. It's even on the Genesis? <laughs> Linux,
1: man. Linux. <laughs> the Genesis.
2: Well, see, there's another thing that Genesis does. Oh, no, wait, it doesn't work this time. No, Crap. Um, Nintendo doesn't have it either. So, um,
0: so guys, if you have not used Plex before, go to Plex.tv and sign up right now. It's actually really great. Um, it, it's just like a normal media server, but it works just wherever you are over the Internet. I can just stream stuff from my computer at home and just show it to my friends wherever they are. And I can just share the stuff that I have and, and let my friends watch it. Not own it, but watch it. Um, and it's fantastic. So, Plex.tv um, now has a native app for Xbox One. Look out for the one for PS4, which I'm positive is coming somewhere down the road. Um, if, it's, if it's not, yeah. just if just get on them and start requesting it, because that's why they made an Xbox One. Um, what else about Xbox can we talk about? The, the Xbox One got another price drop in the UK. I don't know what it is about the UK and the Xbox. They've just been getting all sorts of price drops. Um, this one is for the actual Xbox One that I pre-ordered, the white one with the Sunset Overdrive bundled in. Um, got a price cut temporarily with Amazon UK. Um, it normally retails for 349 British pounds. Uh, went down to um, 314 pounds, and then eventually it went back up to 349
2: pounds. That's still so expensive, though. Is there- it's like over $500.
0: Yeah, but it's different there. I mean, you, you can't look at British pounds in the same terms as this because uh, things are sold differently there.
2: I know, but still. it like, sucks for the if Brits. If you were to take
0: $500 and then go over then yeah, that would be that would kind of suck. But it's different like the cost of living is different there. They're paid different there. Like you can't just you can't just translate the two like that because it just it doesn't add up.
1: Um, at this rate, it's going to be cheaper than the Wii U over there, man. <laughs> they, they need to figure something out. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know what Microsoft can even do at this point. I don't know. You know, price drops, it's still not helping. So, obviously, the price doesn't seem to be the issue for people there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it could be, quite honestly. I don't know. It's. I, I would hate to be the guy, the head of Xbox Europe, trying to figure this out. <laughs> Like, I, you keep dropping the price and it's not doing anything, you know? Sega kept dropping the price on the Dreamcast and I'll look what happened.
0: Well, I mean, even if they drop the price, it's still 300 pounds. It's still 314 pounds. And even if... How much is the PS4? I don't your- know. Uh, $349 or so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No idea. But um, I'd have to look it up, which I, I don't feel like doing right now. Um, if I had to guess, I think it's £399 actually, I think that's what they retailed it at, let me just do it Um, UK price for PS4 is I don't know it doesn't say, I have to look a little, oh here's game.co.uk it doesn't say I don't know I don't know, it's somewhere around the same price, that's all I've got by PS4. Oh, there we go. Um, Three hundred and forty-nine ninety-nine. So the same price.
1: Yeah. So what you know? <laughs> I don't know. Like like I said, they dropped the price. It doesn't help. Yeah. You remove the Kinect. It's not helping to make it even cheaper. It did help.
0: The, removing the Kinect did help. I mean, their sales went up back then when they removed the Kinect. It just didn't help enough to catch it up to the PS4.
1: Well, maybe that's the big problem. Maybe they're trying to catch up too soon. How far behind was Sony with the PS3 when it came out? And it took them five years to even catch up to them. You know, something like this, this is going to take time. You're not going to catch up to Sony in a year. No, I, I don't think, frankly, that they. That ex- I don't been- think, frankly, that they expect to.
0: But the thing is, I mean. You don't want to get behind. the PlayStation 3 proved that. I mean, it took years for it to catch back up and even then it didn't pass Xbox one until like one month, like a couple of years ago. I think in 2013, just last year actually, I mean, you, you don't want to be in that position. You don't want to lag behind. This is an industry that um, where whoever comes first often survives. you know. Um, whoever comes first and comes out swinging usually does the best and so Xbox doesn't want to fall behind. It wants to stay as close to PlayStation as it can, and the fact that right now PlayStation has nearly twice the unit sales as the Xbox One uh, with the PlayStation 4, you know, that's got to set off some alarm bells.
2: Unless you're Nintendo, then coming in last doesn't really matter. No,
0: they're like, Nintendo's
1: pretty much in a different league um, than the other two consoles. Nintendo's making all profit. They don't care. Yeah, they're, doing else. they're doing something else. These guys are losing money on every system they sell, so... That's, that's completely different. Well, they're not losing money. Well, the, the Microsoft, I think, mind- is
0: losing money since they had to cut stuff. But, um, I mean, the, there's revenue coming from both consoles, or from, from at least the PlayStation 4. There was revenue coming from the Xbox One when the Kinect was bundled. But quite frankly, I'm confused by the pricing because Kinect bundled with the Xbox One um, made a, a, accounted for $100, but now they're going to sell the Connect for $150. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. It sounds
2: like they're losing money. It's called profit. They want to profit. Right.
1: No, I think this is a great question. Like, what can they do? Like, obviously dropping the price isn't working. What else can they're they gonna do? They're going to have to... listen
0: with perception. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing with 900p and 1080p, I mean, let's face it. I'd li- I'd love for it to be different, but that's... Definitely creating a perception that the Xbox One is the weaker console, and you know, it's a truth, quite frankly. If it can't handle a full HD load and the competition can, then it's a weaker console. Period. Um,
2: well, here's here's the thing with that. If I can interrupt for a second, um, what if I say it's, no? Well, then I'm just going to do it anyways. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> we're going to have a we're going to have a host down. So what we're going to do? I'm going to win. I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah, you could win. You could just kick me off the show. That would work. I can just edit you right. out, man. Well, there's going to be a lot of empty gaps,
1: right? Gary just them, be laughing fill them with music. for no reason. will That'll be the best podcast ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> like,
2: I go on about shooting McGavin, Happy Gilmore. Gary's laughing his butt off. And then it's replaced by music. Yeah. And people are thinking Gary's not high, even, high as a kite. Not even kite. good music. I'll, I'll replace it with
0: elevator music.
2: <laughs> uh, I guess so but um, I think you're, you're right about it's perception but it's also I think like what I've always been saying before Glenn that both systems don't have a lot of exclusives a lot of the big games are both systems and when you have something like a 180 uh, P difference well why would I buy Assassin's Creed Oh, well, that's a bad example in this case. Why would I buy Dragon Age for like when it's weaker on the Xbox when I can get a quote-unquote better version on the PS4? Um, because what's the reason to buy an Xbox or a PS4? Assassin's Creed's on both. Uh, Resident Evil is going to be on both. Uh, Dragon Age is going to be on both. A lot of the big titles are going to be on both, and that's the big problem that that Xbox has. Is it's finally cut up with, caught up with them. Is they're not the big system anymore. Xbox 360, well they had online. That was the big thing they had over Sony, was they had the online. And we saw what happened with that. Well now Sony's getting their act together and they have, you know, yeah, we got stability issues and stuff like that, but PS Plus has helped close mm-hmm. that gap. PS Plus has, you know, shaved off some of the they smoothed off some of the edges of their reliability um And so, what not, do you want? Not to want? they're Pick
0: getting ready to invest in it and make it better.
2: And, and there you go. So, if you have Uncharted, what matches Uncharted on the Xbox? They're hoping for that
0: to be Tomb Raider.
2: And we already know that's a timed exclusive, right. so that's not a big thing. Uh, well, Killzone versus Halo. Obviously, Halo wins, mm-hmm. but that's still an exclusive Sony has. Uh, Forza versus Drive Club. Some people are probably going to choose Forza. Some people might choose Drive Club. I would Club. Forza
0: more against Gran Turismo. I don't think that they're...
2: I know they did the whole
0: thing about the Forza killer and whatnot, but quite frankly, Drive Club's a different type of racing game.
2: Okay, well, I, I just use Drive Club because that's what's kind of out, We don't, I don't know when Gran Turismo was going to come out, but you know you, you, you see my point because um, so, Nintendo can survive being that weaker system, the obviously weaker system by far, because they got all of those IPs that they've always had that people are going to buy the system for, and when you have two consoles that are basically the same you're getting the same games, it's going to be the exclusives that set it apart I'm going to interrupt
0: so. you back right now just to be random and say that
2: game.co.uk's
0: website is absolutely dreadful um, it's a, it's a, I've, been, I've been studying web design I've designed some stuff I'm not going to call myself an expert I'm a student this is a terrible it's a horrible looking website like there's just images in little cubes just everywhere and I mean it's just not it's just terrible awful and let me
2: let so what you're saying is don't go to game.co.uk no don't go to
0: game.co.uk <laughs> oh, um,
2: unless they have so like a good.
0: sale or something
2: and you're from England because otherwise that sale won't be much when it's in British Pounds and you're from Canada <laughs> or America <laughs> let, let, me,
0: and let me be honest GameStop which is here in the US um, their website's not designed that much better but it's definitely clearer it's, it's much clearer. It's much cleaner. They use their white space better. Um, and white space is blank space, by the way, of, of any color um, or, or race, as it were. Um, <laughs> and, and so, yeah, just game.co.uk shape-up. That's a terrible-looking website. Terrible design. Um.
2: <laughs> by the way, as an aside, Gary, you know how I was telling you about uh, I broke Persona 4 Golden or Arena? Yeah. Yeah, I, I literally did break that game with that one ability. It's so easy now.
1: See, I told you. Remove that ability right now, man. You you can't just... No, no. You, no, sh- you can't
0: game. do... No, Don't stop, it, stop. You can't, you're can't good do good. this. Because you're, telling, you're talking about this and you're saying, oh yeah, that ability is great. But you have a bunch of people listening to you who have no idea what you're talking about. So you have to tell them how to break the game too.
2: Okay. Uh you have to get a certain ability that will whenever the opponent deals damage to you, they take that much damage in return. And so you just easily beat them. (laughs) Wait,
0: what ability is this?
2: I cannot pronounce it because I forget exactly what it's called. Uh no, because it's not up on the screen. It doesn't stay fast enough. This
1: is just not useful at all right now. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you did, Dane. You just found the fault in your perfect ten. You have to edit your review. To Actually, it's
2: not a fault. I'm enjoying the game a lot more because of it.
1: Because you're just breezing through it now. Yeah,
2: exactly. I don't play for I don't play for difficulty. To quote, to quote uh, my quote to my friend, it's like tell me a story mode. To quote uh, Dsx, right? like so just tell me a story mode. Um, right?
0: Xbox One has been very scrutinized, um, more specifically the ID at Xbox division, the indie division of Xbox, um, because of the Parity Clause, uh, which basically states that indie developers uh, must publish their games at the same time on or before other platforms. Um, What am I saying? I think that's coming out wrong. Let me try that again. Indie developers must publish their games on Xbox One at the same time as or before other platforms or not at all um (laughs) phil spencer says that that exists because he wants xbox owners to feel that they're first class but all it's done so far is alienate everyone um no one except perhaps xbox owners are are really happy about this at all um looking at dualshockers.com it sparked a lot of discussion especially on neogath and apparently, this is a quote from Dual DualShockers, um, apparently Spencer is taking the feedback to heart, as he mentioned on Twitter. Now this is a quote from Phil Spencer. <laughs> Stay with me here. Uh, Phil Spencer says, I see the feedback on my stance on the clause. I want to rethink how we approach this. Responses are heard. Um, he also said uh, to a fan who said that PC gamers are just impossible to please. Um, th- this fan also said that to him, all gamers have high expectations and that's perfectly fine. Spencer said, I find in general all gamers have a pretty high bar for what they expect. I think that's fine as long as people play. Uh, A very PR friendly answer there, if I may say. Um, He also said um, some opinion on the leaks of sensitive information, which have spoiled some surprises. He said gamers are passionate. I hate that term. Uh, He said gamers are passionate and they want to know as much as they can about the consoles they invest their time and money in, so there are no issues there. Again, a pretty PR-friendly answer. Um, I hate the term passionate. It's so easy for companies like Sony and Microsoft to come up and say, we have very passionate gamers. Um, We have a passionate audience of gamers, which is complete bull. Basically what that means is, you know, it's good for us if you fight, because that's free advertising. Um, But we're just going to say that it's passionate because it needs a name. That's how I read into that statement, Um, gamers are passionate. You know how I
1: read into it? Yes, go ahead. I read into it as the more people scream and yell at us and complain to us, that means they're passionate. Mm -hmm. They like the verbal abuse apparently, so they're passionate. They're passionate.
0: (laughs) You make it sound like a
1: fetish. (laughs) You know know who's not happy about that word passionate? The people that all these complaints are being directed for. They're, they're not, not happy. happy. The PR people are not, not happy. happy about this, no. <laughs> Everybody else
0: is happy. not um, anyway. So um, how do you guys feel about Xbox One and Phil Spencer rethinking the parody clause that has just caused so much vitriol amongst gamers in the past year or so?
2: I think it'll help them, to be honest. Because I think if you see a lot of indie games coming out, they're, ju- they're just skipping the Xbox consoles entirely. Um, It's just PC or PlayStation. I mean, they're putting the game on the Vita before they'll go on the Xbox One.
0: Absolutely. That
2: That says something when an indie game is saying, I will rather put you on the Vita than the Xbox One. And no offense to the Vita, but I'm pretty sure the Xbox One has sold more consoles than the Vita. So, and... I think if you look back to at least the PlayStation 3, Xbox, uh, Xbox 360 days. I mean, does it matter if you get it like right away? I mean, did people? A lot of people bought Mass Effect two and three when it finally came out on the PS3. Um, I mean, according
0: to VG Charts, um, the Vita sold about nine million units worldwide, whereas Xbox okay. One has sold almost six million. So no. Um, they're, the Vita would have a larger audience in
2: that case. Okay, so right now it has a larger audience. Um, assuming that you know China doesn't buy a billion copies, a billion consoles. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, at the moment because of that, it's hard enough for indies to code for one console, let alone multiple ones. I'm assuming there's going to be differences between them. And so that would cost more and so you know pick and choose the one that it's more friendly with and that's playstation at the moment that's sony and if xbox if microsoft is going to make this hard stand well then it's like well tough luck we'll we'll come to this where the dude what's his name adam something who's the the head of indie the head indie guy do you guys remember his last name no, he's, he did on the E3 conferences a lot, trying to woo and smooth oh, uh, the indie guys. Yes, Adam Boys. Thank you. Adam Boys has been doing a good job wooing indie guys over. So I think at least now it gives the option for uh, these developers to go to the Xbox later on. They might not go to them right away, uh, but they will go to them later because if their game is a hit on Sony. Well, then it's going to be a hit on the Microsoft. It's on the Xbox. That's the thing about the parity so-
0: clause. If you're an, a developer, especially a small developer, your ultimate goal is to get your game into the hands of as many people as possible. Yes. And so, I mean, that's, for one, that's sales. And for two, that's your hard work and you want people to experience it. Xbox mm-hmm. One is not in the position to have a parity clause like this because the PS4 has almost sold double it. According to, okay. again, this is VG charts. Um, 11.4 million for the PS4 right now versus 5.8 million for the Xbox one. that's nearly double. So if you're a developer and you want your game in as many hands as possible, which console does it make more sense to go to? So the PlayStation 4 it has a, it has almost twice the size of an audience that the Xbox one has. So Xbox one is not in a position to say you're coming here first or you at the same time or you're not coming here at all. For one, like you just said that's not possible for some developers. Um, and so you're just simply going to, they're just simply going to go to PlayStation 4 and they're going to be very happy because they're going to have a huge audience to perform for anyway. And you're just not going to have their game. So that's not good for Xbox. I mean, they can say what they want to. Well, you know, Microsoft is just full of bull and I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Their, their marketing team and their PR team are just, just full of crap. I, I, it's, it's just unbelievable. Um, so they can, they can say that what they want to, you know, we just want Xbox owners to feel first class. That's BS, complete BS. I don't buy that for a second. Um, but they can say that what, if they want to, but the fact is it's just going to hurt Xbox. That's just going to deny Xbox users some games. That's all. Because
2: yeah. Well, I mean, during the 360 days, like you're completely right. The 360 had the huge. They had the one year lead. They padded the lead. They had more systems, so they can afford. They had more clout to take that. You come here first, stand. But you're absolutely right. They they can't do that now. The lead is too big, and the lead only seems to be, at least if not growing, keeping pace between the PS4 and the uh, and the Xbox right. One. That's not even counting the Vitas, because half the time it's going to be cross-play, so it's going to be on the Vita and the PS4. Absolutely. So, so then there's sales right there. That's an extra what, nine million sales or nine million potential sales. So.
0: Yeah, that that's um, that's crazy. That's a lot. I don't understand the, the
1: reasoning behind that. Um, it just wasn't. It's just not a good idea. Gary, what do you think? I. Th- I think you guys made two really great points. Uh, Glenn, your great point, in my opinion, was when you said, it's all (laughs) bullcrap. Okay, then. Um, The reason I say this is this parody clause has existed since the early days of the 360. And yet people were complaining the same way they're complaining now about it, even the developers. And yet Microsoft didn't seem to care. But now all of a sudden they care. And the reason they didn't care is because they didn't see indies as successful and they weren't bringing in enough money for them. Um, now all of a sudden, the indies are successful. So, oh, the people are telling us and we're getting this feedback that we should change this. And that's, in my opinion, both because those opinions have been coming in for seven years now. So um, to me, uh, they're losing on the money again, and now they want to get in on the money because Sony, as a console, has made indies awesome. And people want to play indies now, so Microsoft has to get in on that. Hmm. And to me, it's just it's sad, quite honestly, because they had the chance for so long to promote indies, to make indies happy. And Sony had to do it first, so now Microsoft wants a piece of the pie. Um, it, it, and
2: what was my great point?
1: I don't remember anymore.
2: Uh, there sure is. But actually, <laughs> e- just to go uh, the to um, uh, piggyback off of what you said, did you guys ever watch the movie Indie Game, the movie?
1: Yes, it's a great movie.
2: Right, and it's just even looking at that, like even working with Microsoft back then, it wasn't a cakewalk. It was it was a lot of work and a lot of requirements that they needed. It was I remember the uh, the Super Meat Boy guys. They're like, Oh yeah, they're they're talking about trying to make it to this spring sale or some type of sale, and the Super Meat Boy guys are like, Well, you know, you know, if we if we can make it, we'll make it. And if not, well, then fine. We just won't. And then the, the Microsoft guys are like, well, if you don't make it now, you can't be put up until such and such date. And they're like just working their asses off to, to get this game finished. And then, which was even the best part of the whole movie, best in a very sadistic type of way, was what's the start? Is the dude who's like raging against the machine because they never put his game up when the sale started. <laughs> It's like, where's this game? What WTF? What is going on? So the game's not up on the store yet, and he's going to send this giant ranty message that's literally, I think it literally said at one point, (laughs) WTF OMG, or one of those. There's a WTF in there, I think, that they're sending to Microsoft or someone at Microsoft about the game. But it's just like a lot of red tape is what it sounds like. And even then like that's it costs money i don't i don't know how much it costs but obviously costs a a pretty penny to put a game on the consoles because of the dev kits and all that stuff i think it might be cheaper now thanks to sony's new we love indies platform but i'm sure
1: i think sony puts it up but you put it up for free on their system
2: oh really but how much for the dev kit though
1: The kit thing, I have no idea.
2: Yeah. So, I think, honestly, as an aside to this whole Microsoft, Sony, indie-loving thing, I think Steam helped them out the most for consoles.
1: They made more sales on Steam than they did on Xbox 360.
2: No, but what I mean is, like, if I am... Steam showed that indies can be successful. And you want to put a game up on Steam, well... I don't think you need a dev kit for it. I think it's just, here's the game and such. Uh, There's less hoops to go through to put up a game on Steam than anywhere else. And so I think Microsoft and Sony must have looked at it and be like, wow, there's all this untapped potential that we're just tossing away because we're using these draconic views of you got to give us X amount of money for putting it up on your system or X amount of money for a dev kit that only the big name companies can afford to do. I want to move
0: forward. Um, I want to give some time to drive club, um, which we're going to talk about in just a bit. But first there's one other thing I want to talk about, which is why I hate Microsoft's stupid PR marketing people. They're BS. Um, Now see, hear this. First of all, um, it was windows. Um, Just their, their marketing for windows in general, their, their, their tagline for windows used to be life without walls. Which sounds great, you know. Um, it, it speaks of freedom, you know, life without um, stuff holding you back, which I, I think is, or restricting you, I should say, which I, which I think is a slight thing against Apple, um, who tends to be a little more controlling with their their software. Um, but the the problem that I have is life without without with life without walls is you kind of need some walls to hold up your window um you know you're called windows
2: i see what you did no i'm
0: not making a joke i'm serious i mean life without walls how can there be any windows if you don't have walls you know and and that's a a bit of a mild one (laughs) that's a bit of a mild one then we go to the xbox one there were banners that said xbox one beta tested in the future Which is great. They were all about, you know, Xbox One is all about the future. Built for the future. X about the future. Future this, future that. Um, Future and cloud. Um, Cloud was their thing as well. But um, beta tested in the future. So this thing launches in a month and you haven't beta tested it yet? It's beta tested in the future? You know, I mean, their stuff just doesn't make sense sometimes. And um, lately they announced Windows 10, okay? And I immediately when I saw that, I was like, okay, Windows 10. I'm pretty sure we just finished Windows 8, so either someone at Microsoft can't count, um, which is likely because they jumped from 1 to 360 back to 1 again, and now it's 7, 8, and 10. Um, so someone's, someone's having some trouble. Um, <laughs> or, or their marketing's being weird. And, and here's what they've been saying. Windows 10 is so advanced that we can't do it justice by calling it Windows 9. And as soon as I heard that, I wanted to just find the nearest Windows computer and drown it in the sink because that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, Looking at Windows 10, what they've said about it so far, it's not that special, all right? It's a logical evolution of Windows 8. There's stuff from Windows 8 in it. From what I've seen and... They, I'm gonna say upfront, they haven't been very open-lipped about it. They've loose-lipped. They've been pretty, they've been pretty secretive about it so far. They haven't said much about it. Um, but from what I can see so far, there's nothing special enough about it to warrant skipping a number. <laughs> um, and then later on, I learned that oh, there is actually a, a possibly logical reason behind it. Um, the a programming shortcut, uh, programming, you, you tend to use a lot of conditional statements. You know, if something, then do something. Um, there's a shortcut to include certain versions of Windows, uh, like 95 and 98. That is, if, um, if the operating system begins with Windows 9, um, it would amount to about that. So calling it Windows 9 would confuse that shortcut, and so a lot of programs would not work, and they wanted to avoid that, which is great. If that's the problem, say so. You know, we'll understand. We're not stupid. Say so. Um, Windows 10, I mean, you you don't have to feed us a bunch of lies just to make yourself sound good, because that just makes people roll their eyes. Um, it made me roll their eyes. It made, it made me roll my eyes. <laughs> it made me go down and roll their eyes for them. No, it made me roll my eyes like that. That just doesn't sound good. That sounds cheesy. It sounds fake. And it, not only that, but it heightens people's expectations, which I doubt it's going to really deliver. Um, Windows 8 didn't deliver uh, on the excitement level that they'd hoped for, and I think this Windows 10 is going to be better but I don't think it's going to deliver in the same way that they're expecting, that they're, they seem to be framing it for. Um, there, There is some good news with Windows 10, though, some gaming-related news. Windows 10 will come to Xbox in some form, which is why this is relevant to us right now. Um, Windows 10 will probably come to, to Xbox. Uh, and not only that, their whole thing with One. Why, why are they all so obsessed with One? I, I know they're all they're making Windows to be this singular operating system that works across a host of different devices, uh, different kinds of devices. That's all fantastic. But they call everything one. SkyDrive turned into OneDrive. Xbox turned into one, despite the fact that it's the third Xbox console. You know, you don't have to, just because it's a dog, it doesn't mean it has to bark all the time. You know, you don't have to name everything one just because you're on, one is what makes you orgasm right now. I mean, come on. Um, But anyway, Windows 10 coming soon. Uh, DirectX 12 is expected to come out, um, which is fantastic for gamers. Um, DirectX has been one one of, if not the best, gaming technologies available for gamers and for game developers. So the fact that DirectX 12 is coming out with Windows 10 is great. Uh, Phil Spencer said that gaming is going to be fully supported in Windows 10. Um, I didn't expect any different. I didn't think that it would suddenly not be supported in Windows 10. Uh, Gaming is a big thing for Windows that it has over Mac, so I really don't see why they would let go of that for a second. Um, But that is good. Um, So anyway, how do you guys feel about Windows 10 and my amazing rant about Microsoft and their marketing? (laughs) I'm not an an angry person, I promise. Uh, I think
1: that fly has really gotten to the you. This stupid but.
0: fly is still buzzing around my room. I'm so serious. I've been watching it.
1: It's flying. The door's oh, open. Man. It's flying in circles in my room. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say that I I don't really care w- for Windows 10 or Windows 9 or anything like that. Um, I'll just I, I always tend to skip the next update. So like I skipped Vista and went straight to Seven. Good because and Vista sucks. I was going to skip 8 and go straight to 9, but from what I'm gathering here is, and this is just me, I'm going to say that they saw how crappy Windows 9 was turning out, so they just merged it with Windows 10, and they just straight out skipped 9. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, like, 9 was probably turning into what Vista was, so... They just straight out skipped it. Well, that doesn't mean that um, they have to call part- it
0: something else. They can still call it Windows 9 and, and just just make it different inside.
1: So, but that will take even and, more time, which means they'd have to completely restart development. And here's
0: another option. Why don't they just name it something else? I mean, why don't, why don't they just call it, I don't know, Windows Leopard? like
1: what does a leopard
0: <laughs> or Windows lion or Windows Yosemite or like like I mean not literally of course because Apple would probably be pretty upset with that but I mean they don't have to name it 10 they don't have to name it nine I mean it used to be we had Vista you know we've had me we've had 95 and 98 we've had 2000 I mean you don't have to have 10 I mean they're, they're just trying to be they're just trying to display confidence in their product which is great but it's cheesy it's so cheesy and it doesn't look good i hate it I, ha- I hate that. i know dane you left for a bit and you went to the bathroom but uh or the washroom as you called it um did you know we don't want to like did, did you know in the philippines they call it a comfort room
2: Ah, uh, well that's kind of a bit dicey to use considering there's probably different kinds of comfort rooms around I'm the sure world there
0: are. um <laughs> but let's not get into that. How do you feel about Microsoft and the uh, Windows 10?
2: I Honestly, I am the wrong person to ask because I know zero about technology. Okay. I know absolutely nothing. I had a buddy of mine reformat my computer for me, and I hoped it didn't fry it. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't even try to reformat my own computer.
0: How about um, Microsoft's marketing? Do you find it as bad as I do?
2: Uh, just in general or for, like, Windows specifically? In general, because I
0: talked about Windows, uh, two different versions of Windows, and I talked about Xbox as well.
2: Well, I got to say the, uh, the baby commercial was, was quite good oh, for the original goodness. Xbox. Oh my
0: goodness, that was such the a terrible regular commercial. Xbox.
2: That was pretty good. You know, honestly, I think they have some good commercials from times The, uh... Oh, what was it? The one in London where everyone was playing this big giant game of like cops and robbers and bang bang and stuff. That was pretty neat. I actually was, I gave that two thumbs up. But I kind of don't really see much difference. I don't really see a lot of Microsoft commercials over here in Asia. It's kind of the wrong area of the world to be asking about. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's a cop out to viewers, but it's, we don't see a lot, and I think that might be the problem. Is they don't really advertise a lot over here. The last um, time they
0: advertised, they turned people's Xboxes on and off
2: because they had that
0: Xbox on, and so everybody's Xboxes turned on.
2: It's the spy box, man. It's the spy box. It's the only box you need, but. Hey. I think like when I was when I was living in Seoul, there's this place in Yongsan, which is an area of Seoul. It's basically their electronics market, and there's this like underground area where there's like a ton of stalls that sell games. And what do you see most of the time, yeah, they got a variety of Nintendo and PlayStation and, and Microsoft stuff, but all the advertisements are Sony. Mm-hmm. All the advertisements are Sony. And what's one floor up from them is a Sony store. Is a Sony store that's entirely there just to advertise Sony stuff. Now, the sad thing is is, um, said products in that Sony store are way out of date. They are so out of date. It's hilarious. I mean, they still have lightning returns in there for demoing. And Final Fantasy XX2 so they really got to update it but the point is is like there's there's a an influence sony's there it's a face you can see it uh, but there's no there's no microsoft store that's there where you can get free posters for like microsoft games Ooh. or even like non microsoft games that they just have a poster for which i think is just a subtle reminder that well microsoft's not here and they don't care as much in a way um, and it's like when I go back, I've I said this story many many times. When I was at TGS, I asked a actual Japanese journalist, an actual get Japanese gaming journalist, what is the reason why Microsoft is not selling in Japan? And he told me, and this is just one guy's opinion, right? But he told me is because their marketing their marketing department sucks. I'm paraphrasing. He never said sucks, but. You know, they're they're just bad. You never know what's going on there. They keep changing the people all the time, is what he told me. There's no consistency. And so no one knows what's going on with Microsoft, with their products in Japan. And the interesting thing I should just bring up as an aside is when people are talking about the Xbox in Japan, no one actually mentions who buys the Xbox in Japan. It doesn't mean the Japanese are actually buying those Xboxes in Japan. A lot of those sales could be just foreigners living there. Could
0: be. They have been selling that it much, so that's actually pretty possible.
2: Right? And so a lot of those sales actually could just be foreigners living there who wants that console before they go back to the States or Canada or wherever. Whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. But I, no one actually thinks about that, especially here in Korea. Like in Korea, I know – Everyone who's bought an Xbox game are foreigners. I do not know a single Korean who has bought an Xbox or an Xbox right. game. They either have a Sony, a PlayStation, anyone, or a or they play PCs. Right. So. Um,
0: let's move forward. We have been going for a good while now. Um, real quick, before we move on to Drive Club, uh, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, shoot. What was it? I just had it on my mind. Uh, oh, well, it might come back to me. Anyway, uh, it was Xbox-related, which is why I wanted to say it before we went on the Drive Club, but I can't remember it. So let's go on to Drive Club. Um, Drive Club is definitely a, a pretty game. It's um, I've been playing it a lot lately. Um, just It's a, an absolutely gorgeous game, one of the prettiest racing games I've ever seen. Um, that said, probably one of the worst launches in, in recent PlayStation history, uh, it just makes me sad. Um, just because so much of it doesn't work. And don't get me wrong, the game's good. I mean, people are gonna argue about it, which is really dumb. And, and Some people are just gonna say, oh, it's only getting fives, which is absolutely not true. Um, 36 different outlets have given it above a 75, meaning uh, that's a really good score. I mean, don't forget, this score is from 0 to 100. A lot of people look at review scores in terms of, like, grades from school. Uh, That's not the case. A a 50 should be a C. All right? A 50 is an okay game. It's okay. Um, But this got a 75, which is actually fantastic. Um, 20-something of those 36 gave it an 80. This is Metacritic I'm talking about here. Uh, Gave it an 80. And I I hate review scores, but a lot of people are going on about review scores. Um, 3... Um, gave it a 90 or above, including us at PlayStation Universe. Um, IGN gave it a 79, which ticks me off, because what's the freaking difference between a 79 and an 80? But if you read the review, it was actually really positive. It's a Seven point. 7.9. It's an 80. It's an 8. I mean, this is this whole stupidness <laughs> about the review, so what's the difference? Come on. Um, but, I mean, looking at the scores, they're actually really good. It's, it's been getting good scores. The only exception being Giant Bomb, which gave it a forty. Um, and uh, one person's been going around saying everybody gave it a fifty. Uh, gave it a fifty. Uh, four people gave it a fifty. So uh, that's not true. The game's been getting great scores. It's a good game. Um, what's been going on is reviewers have been able to play the game in full. All right. They've been able to play online. They've been able to create and join clubs and they've been able to have a good time with the full game of DriveClub. After launch, not the case. Uh, The online has not worked since launch. Um, They eventually, uh, Evolution, eventually resorted to a one-on-one-off system where, you know, once one person gets off, the system would allow another person to get on. Otherwise, no no online, no multiplayer connectivity whatsoever. That has affected consumer reviews big time. Um, because all they've got is the single player mode. Um, they haven't been able to experience the clubs. They haven't been able to experience the multiplayer, which is a huge, huge part of Drive Club. I mean, the multiplayer is what makes Drive Club special. Um, that, the multiplayer is what sets it apart from other racers. Um, so the fact that there's no multiplayer just cuts Drive Club off at the knees. Um, Drive Club's developer, Evolution, has been working frantically to get it back online. Um, uh, Gary says there has been a patch that supposedly fixes it. I haven't never, I have seen it yet. It's something that just happened. Um, so we'll see how that works. But goodness, just, just a, a terrible, terrible launch. Just not working. Um, not only that, but they had to delay the much-awaited PlayStation Plus version, the free version of the game that was highly touted since last year. That was going to be the big thing um, that would help launch the new PlayStation um for the PlayStation Four, the new PSN, all that stuff, and it has been—it has had to be delayed so that people who paid for the full game would have room to get on the servers. Um, it's that bad. This is dis- I like- this is disappointing. Um, this is something that they should have known. Um, they should have had a, a, a beta. They should have tested this stuff beforehand and made sure they were prepared um, so that we didn't have something like this. But just just a, a bungled bungled, Just a terrible launch, and I. I'm not sure how they can recover from it, which is sad, because DriveClub is a game with a lot of potential. I've played it in full. I've helped with the review for PSU. It's a, it's a really, really fun game, and it's very pretty. Um, I'm sorry, Gary, I, I know I cut you off. What, what was it you were saying?
1: I was going to say, I, I believe it was an internal patch, so you probably don't have to download. They patched it on their end. Okay, they patched servers.
0: Actually, um, if you don't mind, let me turn my PS4 on right now and um, see. Let me see. It's it's um, October twelfth, Sunday, one forty six in the morning, <laughs> um, Eastern Time. So let me see as you talk if this patch actually works. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, what what do you think about Drive Club and the problems it has been facing
1: since its launch on October seventh? Um. Do you mind if I go, go first? Right. Go but, right ahead. Um, I haven't played the game. Um, I've been waiting for the PS Plus version to come out before I even think about buying it, because I'm not a big Sim Racer fan, I would say. Um, to me, and this is just my personal opinion, but I feel like deep down that when a game launches and... It's servers don't work, especially if it has huge online capabilities. And a developer says that we were not expecting this kind of traffic. I feel deep down that that developer doesn't believe that their game will be successful. So they didn't even try to prepare for something like this. That, that's just how I feel deep down when, when things like that happen. Everybody expected Destiny's servers to just die the day that game came out. Just completely crash and burn. And that didn't happen. That game ran smoothly when it came out. So obviously they were prepared for it. So why can't everybody else be prepared for it? You know? Um, It's so sad because the game is all about racing with your friends. The whole idea of it is racing with your crew pretty much. Gaining points, moving up, you know, in the rankings. And for your biggest aspect, your biggest feature of the game to not work when it's out and pretty much still not work from what a lot of people are saying, this is almost a week into the game's release. Um, it's it's a complete disaster, in my opinion. Yeah, the, the game because released 7, nine, 10,
0: 11, 12, a good five
1: days ago. So this yeah. is not, this is not you, good. You delayed the game an entire year, almost. 11 months you delayed the game. And it still came out like this. That's a huge problem for me. And then you completely, indefinitely, at this point, indefinitely postponed the release of the PS Plus edition of the game that you promised was going to be available. Because of this, It's to as a consumer, as a person who's waiting for this game, and who's wanted to try this game before I bought it, you know, you didn't release a demo for it. the, The PS Plus version was my demo to try this game out. As a consumer, you've completely pretty much slapped me in the face with it. And the people who bought the game for these features to play with their friends, like, I can see myself and four of my friends getting ready to play this game when it comes out. And we can't do it. Together. It's... It's very sad and it hurts when companies do that. You know, and it's just, to state. me,
0: that's mystifying because when you think of all the work, this is a 10 year project. They've been, they've been working on Drive Club, or, or Drive Club has been a concept, I should say, for a decade. All right? A decade. And it's just, you know, if, if you're going to take all that time, If you're going to take all that preparation, if you're going to take a thousand pictures inside and outside each individual car, if you're going to spend seven months from start to finish getting a car to come to life in your game, if you're going to spend all this time um, motion capping a cat just so that everything looks brilliant inside the game, and it does look amazing inside that game, let me tell you, it's a very pretty game. Um, If you're going to spend all that detail, why would you not prepare your servers why would you why would you not have a beta? Why would you not test this stuff? Why would you let things get this bad? For this is first impressions are everything. PlayStation and Xbox themselves have proven that many times. First impressions are absolutely everything. You're not going to recover from this very easily. You're not. I mean, you're going to have to get creative. I'm talking to evolution right now. You're going to have to get creative to get your head, to get out of this hole that you've stuck drive club into. I mean, I'm sorry. This is, there's no excuse for this launch. There's no
1: excuse for your
0: launch to get this bad.
1: Um, good grief. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but to me, it's like you always have to be over-prepared for something and under-prepared. Mm-hmm. Go buy these servers. Go rent these servers. I don't care, but be prepared. Don't get the bare minimum of even that, of servers, and hope that it goes well. Now, I don't know if it's Sony paying for the servers or if it's Evolution paying for the servers. Either way, it doesn't matter. You have to be prepared for this all the time. Always have more than less. And then if you're seeing that those servers aren't getting activity, then you can get rid of them. Well,
0: um, before I I'm, I want to switch over to Dane, but before I do, I just want to re-emphasize this. DriveClub is a great game. Um, there was a lot of... <laughs> controversy when the trailer came out and it said, oh, it's a Forza killer, that came from VG247, okay, VG247 said that, um, but I think that caused a lot of people being gamers and wanting to argue over every tiny little thing, of course, um, oh, that caused a lot of people to turn to Drive Club and say, well, you better be better than Forza then, um, which is actually, let me take a little bit of that back, because that's actually pretty reasonable. If, it, if you're going to say, oh, this is a Forza killer, then it better be better than Forza. Um... Which, as it is right now, I mean, it's not. I mean, we can't play the whole game to tell. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a different kind of game. It's not in the same area. But, um, I mean, Drive Club itself is a really good game. A lot of the user, user scores have been negative um, because they can't play it. And without being able to play the full game, you're not getting the whole thing. Um, but that's Evolution's fault. I'm sorry. I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for evolution in that regard. That's They, they should have been prepared. Um, but I want to clear up that critics are giving the game good, stores, good scores in general. Um, I mean, 36 positive scores. The reviews themselves, let me tell you something. Read a review. Don't look at the stupid score. The score tells you nothing. It's an arbitrary number, and it doesn't even always match the review. Read the review. That's where you're going to get your information. The reviews for this game have been largely positive. Um, the actual text that someone took the time to sit down and type so you can read it and get information about the game, which is the point of a review, those have been pretty positive. Even IGNs. IGN gave it a, a, a 7.9. But they really didn't have very much negative to say about it. It was really a positive review. Um, so, I mean, Drive Club's a great game. Um, it's worth getting when the servers are online, when you can actually play it. It's worth getting. And if you don't believe me, You can try the PlayStation Plus uh, version whenever it comes out and see for yourself. Uh, Dane, what do you think?
2: Well, there's so much fire was spewed on this. I don't know what to think anymore. (laughs) Gary brought up a very good point that I never thought about, which was this, this was the big game. This was the new Gran Turismo for Sony, essentially, the way they were pimping it out. And you have all of these problems at launch. And launch problems... People have long memories, as weird as it is. People have long memories, and they're going to keep a grudge for a long time, sadly. Just look at the reviews, the comments for the review on PSU.com. Kyle got lambasted beyond belief for that, which I found really funny. Um, But I think... Once the free version comes out... I think the big problem is the fact the free version didn't come out when it was supposed to. I think... As much as I agree with Gary, I think that if the free version had come out at the right time, even if the servers were as screwed up as they were, I think there would not be as much hatred towards this game. I think it's the fact that the consumer base were expecting A, and they got B instead, and they're not... And they don't care about just waiting that there could be some technical difficulty that something's happening that Sony's not able to address at this time. Like something happened to prevent them from putting the free version up and they just don't care because they think waiting a year means they have the right to act out about it. Um, Personally, I don't care about delays. Delays happen all the time. Uh, For the rest of gaming, I expect a, a delay for a game. If there's not a delay, then I'm surprised. Uh, It's as simple as that, there's always gonna be delays. Even if they say something's gonna come out in next month, I'm expecting next year instead. Uh, Because of the way the technology is, things could happen. Um, But I do agree that they should have had their act together with servers. Uh, How hard is it to add a couple servers? Mm -hmm. They, They know that this, like I can understand if it was a game where maybe the multiplayer is not a big deal and it just took off like thunder. And it was more than they expected. But for a game that's all about multiplayer, all about online, they should have had they should have thought X servers and then plus Y as backup. And then take away later if they're not needed. I mean, accept that initial cost. Especially when originally it was only supposed to be a free game. Originally. Unless I'm mistaken, you know, someone can tweet us and, and tell me otherwise. But I'm pretty sure that when they announced this game, it was only going to be free. So the fact that there's these paid versions later, um, you know, it means they have the money to pay for these servers, and which really sucks. Because I enjoyed it. I don't like racing games at all. But I enjoyed Drive Club. I played it at TGS. It was great. And that's the weird thing when with Gary, with your your point is... With these server problems, it sounds like uh, the company doesn't have a lot of faith in their product, but when I was at TGS, maybe it was just the fact that it was TGS, but they seemed to be on the ball. They had a lot of faith in their product. When I was there, they were the only company that had someone, or maybe it was a Sony rep. Who knows? I never exactly asked. I thought it was a Sony game. That's how much I knew about Drive Club at the time, that there's a guy there... For like twenty minutes, he's telling me all about Drive Club. He's answering every little detail, every infinite finite detail that I could think every, of. Every, uh, for every a infinite finite detail. Exactly. That doesn't even make sense. That's, that's it. Makes sense in my <laughs> world. <laughs> it's it's a me all thing. Right. It's 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 a Dane thing. But just every question I could think of, I'm just asking him as I'm playing it, and he's answering. He's just explaining everything about the game. And to me, I'm like, wow this company really cares about this game they really want to pimp it out because who else was on the stage with them they had kill zone no one was there to say anything about Killzone. assassin's creed no one from ubisoft was there to talk about assassin's creed black flag there was actually an embargo on black flag at the time we weren't allowed to talk about anything about it um wolfenstein was there same thing embargo on that like Drive Club was the only game that there was a representative uh, in the VIP booth to take you through it, to explain everything about it. And I, that's what got me hyped up about it. It's like, this company
0: cares. Here's the thing, though. Uh, and here's where I do disagree with Gary because uh, – what a surprise. Um, because you don't go into <laughs> detail. You don't spend this much time and this much effort and this much money and this much work on something if you don't care. You know, I mean, well, I, you, I, I really can't explain this oversight because, quite frankly, this game had the potential to be something great. In fact, a couple of weeks ago I was asking, hey, could this be the de facto racing game for the PS4? But, you know, again, first impressions are just everything. And I, I think it's less of a grudge as, as just public perception. Everything's, this game is now going to be the game that failed when it first came out, the game that people can't enjoy to the fullest after waiting a full year for it, um, because after all the planning, after all the preparation, after all the work, after all the caring, after all the freaking detail, I mean, you play that, there's just so much detail. You go in the car, and, and you, as you're driving, you switch to the in-cabin view, and you see the, the reflection of the air vents against the windshield. You see the, you see the smudges that the wipers leave you know when you, you when you um, use the wipers on your car, you see kind of the, the trails of the wipers. You see that in the sunlight. There's so much detail, and so much went into this game, and it's just being derailed by this poor launch. After ten years of work, after ten years of of excitement over this game from um, Evolution, after uh, after like two years of excitement of uh, um, not not two years, it was only. Um, Yeah, almost two years. It was announced in February of last year. (coughs) Excuse me. Of excitement in the gaming community for Drive Club. After all of that, it it was just, it just died in one day, October 7, 2014, because Evolution Studios and perhaps Sony, I mean, I don't know who's involved in running this thing, um, just weren't attentive enough to check and make sure their servers could actually handle the amount of people that they would have expected for this game. That's a shame. That's a, that's, just a tr- that's a tragedy, that all this work was just ruined by that one move. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, I said before I have no sympathy for evolution in that regard because they brought this on themselves. But I'm sorry. I mean, just saying it like I said it just now, that hurts. That, that hurts me. Because that's, so, that's just so much went into this game, just killed because of that. This is going to be hard for them to recover from. It really is. And it's a shame because Drive Club is really a great game. In full, as it was meant to be, Drive Club's a great game. Yeah, it's not that far from a lot of other racers, um, but it's it's a fun game. It's a great game. It's a great-looking game, and people can't experience it, and a lot of people who were going to experience it aren't going to because they're now hearing from their friends, oh, Drive Club's not a great game because I can't play it right now, you know? The PS Plus version is gone. That was going to be my demo. It's been delayed. You know, Evolution, I'm sorry. You've done your audience wrong. And it's it's going to take something crazy to get it back. Um, what exactly? Well, someone, of course, believes that people should add free content. Because gamers are always after free stuff. Something happens in a game, you know, the, the, the boss didn't die the way he expected it to. Oh, X person should give us free stuff. That's how people think. And I, I hate that, but... You know, I don't know. Maybe that's what. It, maybe this is big enough of a screw up that that's what it might take. <laughs> you know, that that's what it might actually take to, to, to get people to even give Drive Club another look. And and that's such a shame because I love this game. But anyway, I've been talking for a bit. uh, uh what do you think about this free? Cl- this this comes from a. This actually comes from an article from CraveOnline.com where he's saying that uh, Sony should add free stuff for goodwill. Uh, but. Uh,
2: I say BS. That's what I say. <laughs> screw that. No, seriously. Screw Why? that. Why should we get free stuff? Because they screwed up? Well, boo-hoo. They screwed up. It's their fault. Um, I, I think it's just entitlement. I don't use that word loosely. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're going to play the game simply because you got a free trinket, you never really wanted to play the game to begin with. Right. Uh, or you already have the game, anyways, and you're just being disingenuous. And, and let's, let's, think- let's
0: be real here. Let's be real. It doesn't matter what Drive Club releases, um, anything short of like refunding the entire game and letting you keep it, everyone's, pe- well, not everyone, but you're still going to get people complaining that whatever they give you isn't enough and they should give you more just because people suck.
2: It's, it's the same BS that I see with PS Plus all the time. And it's simple as this. I, I'm into trophies. I go to a lot of sites. And I'm always eager about the next PS Plus update. Because I want to see what are the free games that are coming out that week. Uh, well, okay. By free games, I mean at the time when they were doing the weekly updates. And it wasn't just here's all your games at once for the month. Um, and then your weekly deals. Uh, because who knows what could happen, right? Because I'm a I'm a, a thrifty guy, and I get sick of all the people who say, "Man, PS Plus is crap this month. This is Sony's not doing enough," and they're, they're giving just you free bitching games. About free stuff. Exactly, they're getting free games. You could games. have had to
0: pay for that stuff. You could have had to give money for yeah. that stuff, and you didn't. You got it for free. Why are yeah. you whining? It,
2: it it's just like when I was in Japan. Okay, before I went to Japan, I think it was February or January when I got PS Plus for the very first time and I don't know why I waited, but I'm thinking, you know what, I really want to play Sleeping Dogs, really want to play Sleeping Dogs because I got the free poster, it's on my wall and I'm like, I really want to play Sleeping Dogs because it sounds great, it looks great and I didn't buy it because I just had this sneaking suspicion it's going to be on PS Plus for free. What happens about a month into being, living into Japan, so about three months later, it's free on PS Plus. That one game there paid for my entire PS Plus. Yeah. Everything after that, it doesn't matter if it's crap. I go on and on about Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. I'll never play those games. I think they're boring as hell, but they're free. I'm not going to complain about free games, but because of that one game, that, that Sleeping Dogs, boom, PS Plus is paid for PS Plus was 50 bucks. There's my 50 dollar game. Everything else is cake, mm. icing, deliciousness, and so I just think it's entitlements, and I think it's really sad that if someone's going to not play a free game because they didn't get some trinket. Right. It's, it's just really really sad Just play the game, it's free And that's the bigger thing, it's already free If you have PS Plus, which the majority of people do Especially if you play online On the PS4 It's already free right. So why would you not play a game That's free Unless already you had no interest in it Like my example of Ico and Shadow of Colossus right? If you had the slightest interest Maybe it might take you a week Maybe it might take you a month but you will play it because it's free. So that's my tip on it. It's interesting you ask
0: that because Crave Online asked another question that's actually really interesting. Um, I'm just going to say it as they have it here. Would you trade Mm -hmm. PlayStation Plus's amazing free catalog for a better PSN? Would you say, okay, no more free games in exchange for a better, reliable PlayStation network that doesn't go down when no one expects it to? And and that's just reliable and perhaps rivals Xboxes. Um, would you would you trade the free catalog for that?
2: Hell no. Hell <laughs> freaking no. I agree I,
1: with Dane. Hell no.
2: I, I spe- and I will preface this with one important fact, for um, as a disclaimer, I don't play online much, so that kind of obviously gives me rose-colored glasses. Um, but honestly, like the amount of value from PS Plus right now, who cares? The service is down for a couple days. Big, freaking, It's not even a couple
0: days, it went down for two hours.
2: I mean, okay, worst case, a couple days. Yeah, it's a couple hours, who cares? Play a different game. I mean, do you have just one game? You can't play something else for two hours? And of course, someone's gonna mention, well, that's not the point. Uh, But I'm just saying, there's so much good value on there. Well, just take a break. Take a break from Destiny for a couple hours and play something else. And then Destiny's back. I mean, it's just this me, 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 now, now, now generation. Just wait. Mm -hmm. Wait. Get your free stuff. Enjoy it. Who cares if right now the majority of the PS4... This is the one that grinds my gears. This is the one that pisses me off the most. Is people complaining about the fact that all the PS4 games that are free on PS Plus are just indie games, shovelware, or whatever. I'm like, who cares? I mean, the system's only been out for, what, not even a year still? It comes out for a year next month, right? It's released in November. It's released November 15. Okay, so you have literally a month and three days left before the system's been out for a year, and you're expecting Sony to give you uh, Killzone for free, to give you Infamous for free. What is there that's been released that you can get for free that's not an indie game? Oh, guess what? Drive Club. <laughs> and yet we're still b-ing about the fact that, oh, there's a server problem. Well, so what? It takes time. This is crazy technology. I mean, the way they want to make this game work yeah, it sucks, I kind of agree with Gary that they should have had their act together, do some beta stress tests and all of that stuff. But I mean, they're trying to like evolutionize, revolutionize with this game and there's gonna be some problems. There's gonna be some baby steps, a learning curve. It happens and I think gamers, and I'm, being, I'm generalizing here, need to realize that that stuff happens and just cool your jets. Just play something else. Hey, play something else but and wait. this is not
0: the situation that you're talking about with Thrive Club. This is not, I mean, the, the network goes down for a few hours or a few days, you know, that's fine. You know, But this is, A, for one, it's launch. So unless you were part of the uh, few uh, who got to review the game and play it while the servers were up and running, this game has been out for five days and no one else has been able to play it as it was intended to be played. Um, that's. I'm sorry. I mean, in, in any situation, that's not good.
2: Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's a new system. It's new technology. It's they're trying to that, revolutionize that, things. That, and there's going to be a problem. I admit it's a sucky problem. But I just mean it's. it's people shouldn't be like doom and gloom. uh the game sucks no. because I can't play I online agree. the, the game, day it's released.
0: But. The problem is that they're giving reviews based on what they have. And what they have is not the full game. So they should hold their reviews until they get to play the full game. (laughs) Uh, They should hold their opinions. They should not judge the game yet until you can play it fully. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, they have a reason to be upset. I mean, this is a game that people have been looking forward to. This is a game that was delayed for a whole year. This is a game that we've seen absolutely mouth-watering teases, teasers for over the past year since it was delayed. I mean, this is something that people have been waiting for. And now that they have it, they, it's been released in this subpar state. Uh, I mean, I'd be upset. I would be, if, if it were for anything, for anything that did that to me, I'd be upset.
2: I'm, si- I'm saying, fine, be upset, but don't expect free no, stuff. No, don't expect
0: free stuff. I mean, but gamers do that anyway. Gamers do that anyway. It well, doesn't, matter, doesn't matter what. It's stupid. So a developer came and their character farted on him. Oh, you better give me some free stuff, you know?
2: I mean, I should I should be, you know, beep it out again, but should I then be because, you know what? well, man, I wish I'm you, reviewing you know, this you, game. You,
0: you need to stop that because I have to go in and listen, go back and listen for this stuff now and beep it out.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, but, I mean, should I now be expecting free stuff because I'm reviewing a game and, uh, you know, Joe on the Street is getting the special edition and stuff like that? It's like, oh, well, I never got the special edition. It's not the same thing. I mean, it's just – it is it is what it is. I don't know what I was going on about there. But, anyways,
1: it's it's just hey, annoying. Hey, quickly, Gary. Hey, can I just – yeah, I was just going to say, um, I, well, when you – I, I, I want to – Explain that I I don't feel like I that developer didn't think their game was gonna succeed. Uh, it's when a game comes out in this kind of state is how I feel uh, that that they sorry I'm trying to phrase this uh, the right way. Yeah, um, never mind. Just just no, go keep on. going. Like
0: I take your time. I mean, well, don't take your time, but
1: get it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, don't, I don't believe Evolution w- believed their game wasn't going to be successful, but when the game comes out in this kind of state, that, that's the kind of impression it makes on me, and it's mm-hmm. how I feel. You know, I just, I get this sad sinking feeling like, wow, like, they just didn't care enough. And I know that's not the case. I know they care. You, like you said, 10-year project. You don't spend 10 years working on something if it wasn't a passion project. Right, You know, and I don't know how much Evolution is to blame for it or if it's Sony's uh, problem with fording, forking over the money to, to get the servers or not. But it's all going to be on Evolution's hands. You know, It's it, all the blame is going to fall on them and not on Sony. We already know that. And like you said, recovery time for them for this is going to be bad. I wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of abandon drive club as a franchise and just go back to Mortar Storm because of the bad press they'll get for this game.
2: Now, I, see, I, don't I, I doubt they would do that. I, I don't doubt think they would do that. that. I
1: don't think it would I don't think it would go to that level. Because it's still
0: it's still a well, really I'm good game. I'm talking
1: about like a sequel wise, like Drive Club 2.
0: No. Is, once once it once this clears up and once everything's running I think people are gonna see that it's a really good game I mean um, looking at my Twitter feed right now Paul Ruschinski, the director just uh, of drive club just favorited a tweet from someone who um, someone earned an Aston vanquish uh, Aston Martin vanquish and he felt the need to it was to just tweet about it and it says uh, my beautiful Aston vanquish love this game Thank you uh, Paul Ruschinski at Drive club posted a picture of this beautiful um, orange Aston vanquish People are loving this game. It's a good game. And once once this clears up, um, I think people are going to start to see that it's a really good game, especially once they can get the free version, try it out for themselves. Um, that, that's also
1: another thing I want to say, um, say the hopefully. fact that it took them <laughs> sorry, the fact that it took them 24 hours to explain to people why the free PS Plus version wasn't available, I think is terrible. Like you, you should not have waited 24 hours to explain why that wasn't there when you promised that it was going to be there. Right. Um,
0: Evolution, listen, I don't know if anyone from Evolution would hear this, but just in case you do, I, I appreciate your project. I appreciate Drive Club. I appreciate all you've poured into it. I can tell just by looking at it that you have poured your hearts and souls into this game for the past 10 years. I wanted it to succeed, I want it to succeed, it deserves to succeed, but this has not been good. I believe that Evolution and Sony are working on this as hard as they can. Why wouldn't they? We've already said we know that they care. I am I am going to hashtag on Twitter right now and say believe in Evolution. Um, Listen now. now I'm. <laughs> that doesn't mean what it sounds like. I'm a Christian. But I'll, let me just say. You want to Believe in Evolution Studios. You mean you? are mean
2: you, you, believing in Triple H? <laughs> Is that
0: what you're doing? <laughs> WWE um, wrestling. I need to start watching that again. But I, listen, Evolution. I believe that you're working on this, and I believe you want this to succeed. I believe that you want this to uh, to to go forward. So for this, I believe in Evolution. I'm going to hashtag that right now from RDGH, um, the RDGH and from my account. And I want to see this clear up um, because this isn't good. Uh, Come on evolution. I'm, I'm rooting for you. You can do this. Get, be creative, get drive club back on track. No pun intended. Um, Pun intended. (laughs) In, in, in Dane's world, pun intended. Um, We need to finish up guys. We've been going on way too long. Um, I, Wanted to cut this at the one and a half hour mark, but I also really wanted to get on to Drive Club. Um, thank you, Eric Hans, for your tweets. They were right on the money. Uh, we were going to talk about this Eric at Eric Hans 76. Um, if you have something you want to say, again, tweet us at the RDGH. We will read your tweets on the air. Um, review us wherever you find us. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can have us and our sister podcast, PlayStation Unchained, if you're a PlayStation fan. Download it to all of your amazing iThings automatically. Um, Dane, how can people reach
2: you? You can reach me for email, uh, dane.smith at psu.com. That's D-A-N-E. So if you just want to chat, you got any issues with what I say on any of the podcasts, you got any issues with the uh, reviews on the site for good or bad or curious, then please message me. And for Twitter, you can reach me at the Files, L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A-F-I-L-E-S. So if you just want to shoot the breeze with me on there, talk about Drive Club or any new game coming out, I am very friendly on that. And if you want to read my book, The Sombra Files Choice and Consequence, you can get it on Amazon for 99 cents for the Kindle edition. Or if you like the physical copies like Gary does, You can get it for less than $10, with book two being written as we speak.
0: Uh, Gary, how can people contact you? Uh,
1: They can contact me on Twitter at Gaglaush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, or on my PSU email at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com.
0: And you can reach me on Twitter at goglen underscore at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore or by email at glenn.gordon at psu.com. We're done for this week. It's been a great week. We've had a lot to talk about. It's been great having you both on the podcast, especially at 2.19 a.m. Eastern Time. (laughs) That's just great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to be tired tomorrow. until next week, guys, we wish you a great week, great gaming, and of course, and as always, do not, whatever you do, be racist.